Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Gameware Express, where it's dangerous to go alone, so you should just take this podcast with you. Oh, That'll God. keep you safe. <laughs> it's Friday, December the 6th, 2013, and I am your host, Adam Arinder. Um, we're going to start this episode off special because we're celebrating Zelda, because why wouldn't we celebrate Zelda? Um, Rachel McCauley, she's here with us. Yeah. Rachel, I want to know what your favorite Zelda item is in the game. Mainly for like dungeons and exploration and stuff. That's kind of what I mean. Good call. Good call. Okay. What do the Pegasus boots do? Why do you like them? I just like them. Okay. I like to dash around. Pegasus boots. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the show. It's been a while since we recorded, since we recorded early last week. So I'm excited to be back in the wonderful studios. Renee Martin. Hello. Same question to you, ma'am. Oh, gosh. Okay. I think I would have to say the boomerang. I have always really enjoyed the boomerang and its ability to grab things for you and then bring it back around and bring it to you. Um, And I especially liked it in Four Swords um, because I really like using the boomerang to, like, totally mess up my friend. (laughs) Like, oh, you you think you're walking over there? Oh, no, I'm grabbing you back. I'm grabbing you back. So, yeah, I've always really enjoyed the boomerang, and there's lots of really funny moments in our Let's Plays where I've used the boomerang to get, like, um, like force gems and stuff. And oh, It's just a really good item, and I like it in Ocarina, even though you get it so late, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of it. So, yeah, I love the boomerang. That's my favorite. It's a great item. Thank you for joining me this late evening of recording. The show. Stephen Martin. Hello. Stephen Martin sounds like <laughs> death. I'm <laughs> fine. <laughs> I, I feel fine. I sound fine. I love the hook shot. Hook shot. That, yeah, that's right. <laughs> because it's the best. It sounds cool and it is cool. The hook shot. I'm leaking here. Sorry, I'm going to need a napkin. Here you go. But yeah, the hook shot's fun. Kind of like the boomerang. You can grab stuff with it. You can attack things with it. And it makes cool sounds, especially in Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. So I like the hook shot. I've always wanted a real hook shot. No <laughs> one's ever given me a hook shot. So it's. You're shopping for Christmas gifts and you see one. Grab me a hook shot. He's looking at me. No, I mean anyone can. <laughs> well, the problem is you're going to have to race a gravekeeper to get it. It's That's just, true. Oh, dead but we're so fast. At this time of year, they're just almost impossible to find. <laughs> so, yeah, there should just be a game called Hookshot. Yeah. You could just walk around town, just hookshot windows down and steal things with your hookshot. So, I would buy that. Game. It doesn't have to be a Zelda yeah. game, it could just no. be. A game called Hookshot. Just Hookshot? Yeah. yeah. Or you are the Hookshot. <laughs> you have Hookshot thoughts. Better with Connect. Yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you. Last but not least, John Michael Carley. Hello. John Michael, since he took your answer, what's your second favorite? Um, you know... A better uh, Hookshot? Yeah. <laughs> the two Hookshots? Two Hookshots. Um, maybe the Ocarina. Okay. Um, because I think the Ocarina was a cool item... And that, you know, the, the music in Zelda has always been like this really cool and always been great. Mm-hmm. But with the, the ocarina, you could actually be a part of that music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could transport you to different locations and, like, you know, change the world around you. So the ocarina is also one of my favorite things. And Ocarina of Time, again, is just one of the, one of the best games uh, in favorite the Zelda franchise. Favorite ocarina song to play. Ooh, that's also Now you can either be by function or by, here's how it sounds. Mm, Song of Storms. Yeah. Maybe for both reasons. Yeah. If, uh, or in um, next one, maybe Bolera of Fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in agreement here. I was like waiting for it. Like, please be Bolera of Fire. Oh my gosh, so good. 
I like the four simple songs. That's, that's also good. That, that sounds creepy. Then you were in the fourth. Then you were, uh, the one that's yeah. like, do, 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 do,
or um, the 3DS. Or the GameCube. Or the GameCube, even. Uh, and I will play through that game literally once a year, I do, make my run through. Um, I always go back to me being a 12-year-old uh, on Christmas Day, opening up Ocarina of Time and being so excited and playing it, you know, for hours on end. And there's just so much good stuff about that game, the setting, the characters, the music, of course. Yeah. Um, that uh, it just it strikes a chord with me every time, and there's been fantastic Zelda games since and before, uh, but that one really just I don't know found a place in my heart. And that's actually the only one I've played, just because I mean people know my past. I didn't grow up with Nintendo consoles. Mm-hmm. My dad said they were stupid, so I had a Game Boy. <laughs> they are but stupid. I mean, yeah, I had a Game Boy. But that's it. So. I actually never played any of those. I started playing Ocarina of Time on 3DS once it came out mm-hmm. because I heard you know, how legendary it yep. was. And I was trying to flirt with this one. Yeah. Sure, yeah, that'll do it. So, and I, it I liked it. It's just, it the only thing, the only problem I have with Zelda games, and I'm doing this playing through Wind Waker HD right now, is I kind of get stuck doing mm-hmm. some of the puzzles and I ask Rachel, what should I do? Why doesn't this work? And she's like, well, that's how Zelda works. Yes. And I feel like if you kind of jump in and didn't play Zelda through the years, it has certain things. Like the boomerang can grab things for you. I didn't know that. Sure. And But she's like, well, that's how Zelda games are. And for somebody like me who didn't grow up playing them, some of that stuff's kind of lost on me. But, you know, it's the same in every game. Yeah. So now if I keep playing more, obviously I'll know these things. Yeah. But that's my only thing with Zelda games is sometimes they rely on your past, past memories of it. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I don't say, you know, it needs to be like, Mega Man, Mega Man! And like, and like <laughs> exactly. tell you, okay, now... The boomerang will kick stuff, so do this, but some type of balance. Yeah. would be nice. If it does that, I think it should tell you that every time you're about to press the button. <laughs> hey, listen! Yeah, yeah that's exactly. easily the worst so part of They need a sensor that can tell when your finger's close <laughs> to a button so it can give you the advice. Yeah. And I know Rachel was itching to talk because I think she has a counterpoint to Ocarina of Time being no, the best seller. I, I actually, because like, when Michael started talking, I thought he was going to do that. Because a lot of people, like, <laughs> whenever they start saying, whenever people are like, Majora's Mask is my favorite game, people always, always, like, every time I've heard somebody say this, they always go, well, you know, a lot of people like Ocarina of Time, and they think it's the best game, but, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say Majora's Mask, and so I got really excited, but Majora's Mask is my favorite Zelda game. It's still a fantastic game, it's of course. Game. Why do you like it better? Well, it's not, like, Ocarina of Time is a spectacular game. Um, it's, I just like Majora's Mask because it gives you more of this sense of like, I, I guess like the world seems more real because there's death hanging over your head and you have three days to save everyone in this world and everyone in this world has like a story. Like you always feel bad every time you have to reset because like all of these people have to live through their miserable, terrible lives. Like it, it's not like you walk up to the same person mm-hmm. and they tell you like, you know, generic NPC stuff. It's like, oh man, all of these people have like lives and I have to save all of them. So it's not just save the princess and get rid of Ganon. It's, right. you know, much darker. It is very much the Groundhog Day of the Zelda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if ever there was one, yeah. that's it. And as as an outsider looking in, I always see Majora's Mask being the most well, maybe I'm sorry, it's the most polarizing of the Zelda in the franchise. That's Some true. people either love it as my favorite, or like that game sucks. It's terrible. You why? Know, why is this a thing? When I was younger, um, going from Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask, it was very polarizing, and I did not care for it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, going back as, you know, older, um, I, yeah, I, I certainly, certainly have much more appreciation for it. And I see very much that it is a fantastic yeah. game. And uh, you, rivaling, really, honestly, rivaling Ocarina of Time. And I can yeah. see where that, like, you know, 50-50 comes in. Um, you know, I'm just a, a, a lot of people say the same thing about Wind Waker. Like, when it mm-hmm. came out, like, what is this? It's like, it's like a cartoon. Why do exactly. I want to see this? And now, the HD came out, and I was like, Wind Waker's my favorite game. Right. Like, it's so great. And it's just 10 years later, you know? Right. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, when I was little, and we rented Majora's Mask, and I didn't beat it until years later, but I only liked, like, because I didn't really, I, I guess, like, little me didn't understand how dark the game was. Right. Little me didn't really understand all of that. All I knew was that I was supposed to do this. Right. But it was my favorite game at the time because I loved the masks. I just, like, changing up <laughs> all the time and, like, oh, man, I have this cool mask. I'm going to, like, but I, I didn't, you know, but that mask changing sequence is so terrifying. It is. And scary, and I don't know. It looks like it hurts him. It does. <laughs> Every time. Every yeah. Time. So like, but I wanted to play electric guitar as a Zora, so <laughs> he's going to have to bear with it. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's that far is my favorite game, I guess, you know. I'm still hoping for a 3DS remake, which I have a pretty good feeling is coming. Oh, well, come just, on, Nintendo. Just wait for it. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean yeah. timing's on their side. They know when they want to do it. So. Yeah, you know, it's funny with Majora's Mask. I mean, I guess everyone has... You know, there's all the games that they've packed their memories that they haven't installed. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ocarina of Time was the first game that I really beat, and then I felt like I accomplished something because it was like I had the courage myself to go through it because I was very scared of it, you know, mm-hmm. whenever I was younger. And beating that game, yeah, and even though the ending to me wasn't incredibly satisfying, sure. but it, it, I mean, the game makes up for it. Mm-hmm. It's a nice game, and I love to go back and play it. And Majora's Mask, I have the memory of, I, Actually, um, taking it to a somber note, uh, whenever my uncle was sick, um, he had pancreatic cancer. Um, I spent a lot of time in Alexandria, which is like two hours away from here, like more, uh, with my cousin. And it seemed like it was a great way to escape. Yeah. And even though it is like a darker world, I just attribute so many of my memories to that time with that game. I haven't gone back and played it since. Um, because uh, I love it. I was very unfortunate about my life. I didn't have to it. Um, so just that game is like, that's my time with my cousin. They're like, became my second brothers. You know? mm-hmm. And we had so much fun getting all those masks mm-hmm. together. And it was just so great. I mean, I'll never forget like getting that freaking dancing mask. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was that stupid dance. We were like crying, laughing on the floor. Like from, from doing that dance. So... Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of really great memories with that, um, actually. And I also really love Link's Awakening on Game Boy. Um, because. It's a weird one. <laughs> it yeah, really is. yeah, it sure is. I, um, I guess before I got my Nintendo 64, I had an original Game Boy that was passed down to me from brother to brother to me. Mm-hmm. And that was my system for a while before we got the Nintendo 64. And I think, I guess, it was like before the Super Nintendo was kind of left in my care. That was my brother's as well. Um, I had the Game Boy. That was what I had to play. So I played Harvesting the Game Boy on that and Link's Awakening. And I still haven't beaten Link's Awakening to this day. But going back, just that title screen, that music, yeah. it just gives me chills. So the music is just so good in the beginning. And it's a great game. I have a lot of 
like really strong memories tied to these games and mm-hmm. they're really powerful. I mean, it's great that they're good games. I would hate to have a strong memory attached <laughs> to like, I don't know, Shining Tears and PS2. That's not a very good game. Oh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, all the games are great. Yeah. <laughs> I know what Steven's answer is. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> when I was about 13, um, I saved up all my money for months, it seemed like, and I bought a CDI. No, you know, nostalgia does have so much to do with it. And I was 12, so maybe 12 is that magic number. It is. Maybe if I was 12 when Wind Waker came out, and I love Wind Waker, but mm-hmm. maybe I'd maybe I'd say that if I was younger. But um, Link to the Past, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rent that game every other weekend um, at my mom's house. I didn't own it until a little later, but in 1992, 93, I was pretty much playing that straight for like six mm-hmm. months, just going right. to Blockbuster, <laughs> using my game genie to have oh, infinite magic. Yeah. <laughs> just like, whatever, I'm just going to play through this every weekend. I loved it. And I bought it eventually, but um, even today, that game means more to me than any other Zelda game. Just the music and everything. And, and I can kind of play it with my eyes closed. Not as well as some people I know, but kind of funny. And that's why I was so excited, you know, to have, I never thought there'd be a sequel to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and we'll talk about that. Yeah, that was definitely a very daunting task for Nintendo. That's big shoes to fill. Yeah. And oh, like I said, we're about, we're about to get to that discussion, but, um, like I said, yeah, mine, I've, I've played up through all of Ocarina of Time. I did start Link's Awakening on the plane to E3 this year. Yeah. But the ending was spoiled for me yeah. at the Zelda Symphony. Yeah. But um, that, that was really awesome too. If the Zelda Symphony comes anywhere near your town, you should definitely go. Even as someone who's not a big fan of the series, as big as y'all, I mean, oh, like it was, it was really magical. Oh, of course. I mean, and if you grew up with the series and know this music by heart, I think like, that's again the music is such a huge part of yeah. this franchise. It's mm-hmm. insane. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh no, no, that was really good. But no, that can lead to my next point. So I was going to ask. What is it about Zelda games that make them so iconic, so huge, so, you know, every time a Zelda game comes out, everybody kind of shuts down? Well, what it is, is that in, I guess, the mid to late 80s, um, there were really only a couple different kinds of video games. There were RPGs and platformers. Mm-hmm. And Zelda was somewhere in between them. Because it's not, it doesn't really fit the definition of either. Right. So at the time, it's, it's kind of like, it was almost like a, like, like a niche game. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, this game's different. You know, this game breaks the rules. Because it, it's, it is an RPG, but it, it didn't really, you know, fit like... You're not getting stats at your right, yeah, it, it, skill it, tree. It, 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 it's rid of all of that. So, I, I guess I'm, you know, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, like, the music is just so... It's iconic. Like, yeah. every, like, I mean, that overworld music, that's almost the same as, like, People could recognize that, like the Mario music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing about the, the Zelda franchise is it's um, it's something you can use in like other games, and other games have tried to use this. Like Dark Siders recently mm-hmm. has used this formula of like um, you know you go kind of go to a dungeon, you get this key item that helps you in the dungeon, and then also in the overworld as well, um, and it helps you progress through the game. And I think that's a fantastic mechanic. Uh, because it's just, I, I don't know, there's something about getting a new item. You're more powerful now. You have more access to the world around you. And there's just something fun and about kind of unlocking more about this world around you as you go right. through the game. And again, you know, 
art style, fantastic. Music, fantastic. They, I mean, they've got everything locked down. It's hard to say, like, you know, you know, this, oh, this is a terrible Zelda game. Except for, you know, CGI. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, it's hard. If someone was like, you know, what's your least favorite Zelda game? I don't know what I would be able to tell them. So let's go around the table and say, what's, what's your least favorite? I think it would all be Phantom Hourglass. Any of the, Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks? One of those two. I no love for the DS. Spirit Tracks has a train, which makes it better. <laughs> Two points to see. Move. <laughs> move with the stylus. We scratch yeah. up my DS. Well, they both do that. Real quick. Yeah, so they, they both have. You know a game that I wanted to like, uh, but couldn't actually finish or really enjoy was Skyward Sword. Really? Yes, and here's why. Because Skyward Sword uses that one-to-one um, motion control. Yeah. But what it would do is I would always have to recalibrate when I was trying to do something. And so I'd go to the pause menu and recalibrate my controller. Okay, go to the next part. Oh, it's kind of off again. Let, and, yeah, exactly. And that was the problem. Every, like, you know, five to ten minutes, I was pausing and recalibrating my controller. And, and I know that's what they were going for with the Wii. Because I remember when Twilight Princess came out, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, you can swing your sword just like Link, but it's just like... You just wobble your yeah. controller, yeah. But then they, they do that with Skyward Sword, and it turns out not to be... I, I like Twilight Princess way more. Yeah. I actually gave up on the one-to-one control pretty early in that game, and just started just doing the fast motion, <laughs> just like with the, with, with Skyward Sword with the Twilight Princess, and... It was as effective as waiting to be tactile and mm-hmm. new strategy. I just I was sick of it. Um, and I didn't finish it either, I had a blast so. in Skyward Sword. I love Skyward Sword. I think Skyward Sword is, uh, I think, again, art style, yeah, one of the, the best ones out there. I think it's probably the best art style, yeah. uh, maybe tied with Wind Waker. Yeah. Um, well, they're radically different. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, you know, in my weird opinions, I guess. But <laughs> it's just, I wanted so much to like that game. There's so much to like about that game. But again, it just it kept taking me out of the experience. I was like, "Well, I just give it a finger and move on." Oh man! When uh, uh, when Skyward Sword came out, uh, I I bought it like that day. I went and I bought like this giant box of chocolate. It was in like November, and like they just released Christmas candy. There you go. And a friend of mine brought over his TV from his apartment, his Wii, his copy of Skyward Sword. We sat there and played Skyward Sword for like seven hours. <laughs> it was great fun. I kept falling asleep. Oh, no. <laughs> Do y'all think, y'all hit on it briefly about how Skyward Sword and Wind Waker such vastly different art styles. Is that is that something you would say keeps help keep the Zelda franchise fresh? I think so. Yeah. Some people, you know, some games, oh, it's just another whatever. And some people could sure. say it's just another Zelda game, but it seems like each one is so radically different while being the same that it kind of helps keep it fresh. That's a, that's a good point. And um, you know, if you look at a game like Gears of War, mm-hmm. and just, you know, nothing is Gears of War, but if you look at it, you know, there's nothing new each time. But again, it's a, I guess it's not a fair because we're following the same storyline, but with Zelda. Call of Duty, bro. We're just, I mean, there Call you go, Call of Duty. Story. I mean, yeah. But, Aesthetically, it's still kind of the same. Right. First person Whereas player. with Zelda, you know, they've released that official timeline, but still, you can eat, you can play each game independently. And right. It still feels like its own encapsulated game, yeah. perfectly like, and you can find the lore through other games, but it, it just each game is kind of its own little bubble. 
Well, I think that when you kind of try to compare it to other franchises, people are just going to buy a Madden or Gears of War or Halo because they're just going to buy that every year. They can mm-hmm. play online. Mm-hmm. They'll play this thing and play it for a little bit, but they really want to play with friends or whatnot. But when a Zelda game comes out, it's an experience. Like you yeah. almost get ready for it. Yeah. Know? Like that's like Rachel was saying. Like you, you kind of want to be prepared and you want to set your weekend. You don't want anyone bothering you. You're like, this is what I got planned to do. I'm going to play through this game. It's going to be incredible. And then my experience with that game is going to be just my experience. Because mm-hmm. there's no multiplayer, obviously, at least for the most part. I mean, there, is a, there are a few games that do that. But, right. but when a new Zelda, when a, when a key Zelda title comes out, it is an event. Mm-hmm. You know, even, I would say even more so than a Mario game, especially lately. Right. Um, so. But yeah, it, it's just you, you wait for it, and, and, and it's just here, and you just can't believe it. Well, it takes three, four, five years for a, a real right. new Zelda right. game to come out. It's yeah. usually one, maybe two per console. It's interesting because the developers have said, like, you know, they spend so much time, especially, I was reading an article, I don't remember when this was, but uh, I think it was the Skyward Sword, maybe was coming out, uh, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but they've said ever since Ocarina of Time, they've been trying to top Ocarina of Time, yes, mm-hmm. and, and it's just like, it's like their next goal for them, and they're not going to stop, obviously, even if they do reach that, of course they won't stop. But like that's like their primary goal mm-hmm. is to reach the level of acclaim again that Ocarina of Time managed to hit. And I think that's a, an awesome goal. That honestly. is an awesome goal. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, we were really good. Let's be really good again. Yeah, I think um, that's fantastic. I can't wait to see what comes out on the Wii U personally. Right. You know, it's it's funny because like you know a lot of people do it's like, oh yeah, it's just another Zelda game, and you know Zelda games reuse a lot of different themes and you know the lore, and, and it all has this big timeline. But I think what it is. What keeps it new and fresh, not, you know, aside from the art style for people who have been playing all these years, is the placement in the timeline. That mm-hmm. timeline is so important because, like, for people who pay attention to that kind of stuff, and for people who have played everything, it's just like, okay, what more stories or what else can I get? Like, what, you know, where does this fit in on the timeline? Like, what, mm-hmm. what happens in this, like, big giant universe? Right. Do y'all like that they came out with an official timeline? Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people like speculating, like, well, this obviously kind of goes behind Ocarina, or this goes before, but some people were pretty upset that they finally I put it on paper. I personally don't care for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, it doesn't like bother me. I'm not enraged by it. Right. I'm not like, this is dumb. Buy don't copies <laughs> of the book to go burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I should do that. I I, I'm gonna. I know you put it in my head. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. impressionable. So. <laughs> uh, I just it was uh, I like seeing these Zelda games as their own standalone titles, mm-hmm. and I like that there's like these like thin wisps of like connection, yeah. like well, here and there, and I like piecing that together in my own head. The, I mean, the definition of a legend. I mean, it's just like a story passed down through generations, yeah. and it's all told by mouth, and. While the core theme and elements kind of keep going as a legend is passed down, some of the small minor details are what's changed up, and that's why I always got out of the Zelda games. Yeah, the game is kind of the same, but it's also kind of different in that weird kind of that's that's really how I thought most of the Zelda legend of Zelda. That's kind of how I saw it for so many games. And they're like, oh, here's the official timeline. I'm like, okay, I can I can buy into all this. I appreciate the lore, and I um you know. Certainly respect, you know, you Nintendo people telling me this is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I always did kind of like that each Zelda title was its own kind of thing. Counterpoint, Rachel, why do you like it? <laughs> well, I do like it because, I don't know, guys, I'm not too big on fan theory stuff. 
That's really mm-hmm. just why I like Ash it. Ash is still in a coma. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I, you know, I think John Michael makes a really good point. Uh, I think it was one of the developers of the Pokemon franchise that came out and said that he wants maybe players to interpret it their own way. Mm-hmm. Like, what does this mean for you? Like, you're playing the game, so you interpret what it is. And that's what I think that maybe that timeline got, you know. I'm going to get real deep on you guys here. <laughs> uh, so that interpretation thing, it's kind of like like art, if you will. Right. Everyone has their own take on like what art truly is, um, especially like uh, modern art and things like oh, that. Lord. Um, everybody has their opinions, but, you know, I guess that's one of the things like the definition of art. Like what is, you know, how do you see it? I guess it... Maybe Zelda titles are actually truly art for you guys. Maybe we hit rock bottom Maybe here. We can all go home, <laughs> and that's it. We're done. Podcast <laughs> over. That's not true. Thank you. So before we get into Link Between Worlds, I want to end this little part with what... I mean, I know not all of us have Link Between Worlds unless we're in the middle of it, but going forward, maybe the Wii U title, or what do you want to see going forward in the Zelda franchise? Sci-fi zone. <laughs> space and bikes. Space. Stuff, you know. <laughs> iPhones. <laughs> More advertising in the game. Microchip. Yeah. Companion apps. But it's a real answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I would be okay if we kept re-releasing Zelda as like the same Zelda game in a different skin. I would still pay money for it. Yeah, I wouldn't so. mind that either. It's true. Um, I would really like to see... Uh, I, it's, everybody wants that dark Zelda. That's what everybody wants. They want that dark, gritty, grimy, like you kill it on the sword. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the swords will That's what everyone wants. And I, you know, I'm not going to lie. That would be awesome. Vin Diesel is. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with John Michael. Actually, that's. I mean, that is a joke. No, it's like it's no. Really. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see Link be brought down to like a very primal level. Like, we can okay. do this guy to make him. What about this? Break the him. game opens with Lord Ganondorf addressing his people. And an assassin falls from the cathedral ceiling. <laughs> and it's, it's Link with his sword, and he decapitates Ganon in the first five minutes of the game, and then he runs away as an outlaw. <laughs> like so, <laughs> this should be a game. Is Link going to have hidden blades and jump into the yeah. game? Yes. After? And he's completely cloaked in black. He's gotten yeah. rid of the green. Just come on. <laughs> Do, you th- <laughs> okay. Do you think. I don't know. I think it might have a, a a good case for not like that, but a more <laughs> dark, gritty kind of game because of the high definition, and we have the bright, colorful, fun, cartoony Wind Waker no, we HD. Got that. We, we so think we need that other side for you know Zelda U. It's or one of those you things it. also that the people who's who grown up on Zelda are grown up now. Like, right, they're yeah. us. Like we're grown ups, you guys, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so, what do you think you're really? Because you're not going to get that. No, I'm not. But I would still well, like I mean, a, an art style similar to uh, maybe Twilight Prince. Twilight Princess is so dark, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that really is the darkest Zelda we've seen. Literally. Didn't, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> literally the darkest Didn't the, one of the producers or creators, somebody said he was taking, or maybe it was a rumor on this Reddit, like inspiration from Skyrim or some type of open world yeah, kind that, of thing? Or is that kind of just like a debunk or whatever and I'm making stuff Good to Skyrim. No, no, he, he, he talked about that and I, I, I would need to go back and look, but um, 
He mentioned Skyrim before. It, it wasn't. It wasn't Skyrim like no, no. I'm or, talking about for this new oh, okay. for Zelda U. Yeah. No, I don't think they're actually taking anything. I yeah. think they just said like you know they like that. Um, they like some of the mechanics. I don't. I, I, I would. Are, I yeah. certainly need to go back and read the the thing. But somebody else was telling me like, oh yeah, everything's gonna be like if they're gonna take Skyrim mechanics. I don't think they said that at all. And I've heard open like, world a lot. No, no, no. That's wrong. Don't, don't yeah, I don't want to derail that. Let me. Thing. I'm going to say that right now. They are not making Zelda a Skyrim. Maybe thing. you just meant more open, more big. Yeah. Yes. Like Scott, you don't play Skyrim for its. No, no, no. He's no. not. That's not a thing. I've also heard. Yeah, I've heard open world, and I've heard like Dark Souls. Yeah. And I've also heard, will it be a single player experience? Everyone's will it be multiplayer, like, or will it be? The trend now, Dark Souls, Star Wars, single player in a multiplayer world. I would just, so. I just want it to be single player. I think everybody just wants it to be yeah. single player. You don't want to I see want the ghost links running around and leaving <laughs> notes. <laughs> Everyone yeah, can sort of see other players. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. Navi. They, yeah. they have Halloween that in the world. You can fight other, like if I beat the game and you go into it, yeah. you can fight my Shadow Link. Oh, that's pretty cool. Everyone's a Shadow Link. Everyone's a Shadow Link. Be a street path. So, without spoiling anything, because a couple of us are waiting till Christmas. That's me. A couple of people have started playing it. Let's talk Link Between Worlds. Um, Rachel, yeah. how far are you? Do you like it? I do like it. Is it your favorite Zelda game ever? Ever? <laughs> well, it not, better be. not yet. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just beat the first dungeon. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I really like it. It's, you know, it's funny. I came out and... And read because I am one of those people that like oh I want to know where this puts on the timeline so curious and I you know I want to know and while this is like I guess a sequel to Link to the Past it fits in after the events of um, Link's Awakening Ooh. and before the events of The Legend of Zelda the first one so the worst. so uh, it actually it's it's really funny because you know. Obviously, when you start the game, you wake up in a house. What? That's weird. You wake up like every other Zelda game. <laughs> and um. And some dude busts in, he sets does. up shop, and like, hey, buy my shit, <laughs> hey, right? Hey, buy my stuff. Well, he's actually, he doesn't really do that yet. He just, he's just like, I don't have anywhere else to stay. Help me out. <laughs> I found this empty house. You were passed out. What did you do? I'm weird. That guy's I'm a real weird. jerk. Yeah, he's a jerk. His name is Rubio. His store. Rubio? Rubio. That's exactly what I'm saying. Raven Rabbit's Rubio. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, unlike traditional Zelda games, this one has an interesting twist on its dungeon, though. Yes. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. Well, um, first of all, you can just like straight up rent all of your items or buy all of your items from the dude that just sets up shop in your house. Rubio? R- Rubio. You can, <laughs> you can buy all your items from him. I mean, that's kind of neat. I, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what that'll be like further on in the game because, mm-hmm. like I said, like I, <laughs> I'm not... I, I think I spoke on like a theory that I had a few weeks ago where it's like, oh yeah, maybe you're, it's not like physically possible for you to get enough rupees for an intelligence. So you still have to go into the dungeon. Nope, I have over a thousand rupees and I can take the first dungeon. Yep, exactly. Because so, there's no cap on your wallet now, no right? Cap so. on my I can't get a giant's wallet. No. So, do you I think. I know, how many do I have to kill this game? Do you think, because obviously you're not that far, that because you can get all these items and pretty much go to whatever dungeon you want, all the dungeon difficulty wise will be kind of samey like there's no like 
there's well, no difficulty slope there because not necessarily because maybe and again I've only beaten one dungeon but the one dungeon I needed only needed an uh, only needed a bone arrow mm -hmm. so maybe the next dungeon will only need bombs so maybe I don't need to have all this extra stuff maybe I'm not really at an advantage Do... if the dungeon only involves me really needing bombs right but what I'm saying is if you go to a dungeon that would typically be later in the game but since you can get to it first with whatever item it wouldn't be more difficult or less difficult, right? Really, I, mean, I mean, I think it does kind of like Pokemon does, where it like conveniently blocks you off. Yeah, you really can't. Yeah, just you go can't really just do okay, that. Okay, so I misunderstood. That's like the first Legend of Zelda game where do, you can just go to wherever. And... Do you know when you're going to a dungeon, like, hey, I need the bombs on this one? Yes. Okay, you so you're not like rolling yeah. in, you get halfway through it, then you're like, crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, right outside the okay. temple. Yeah. This is the hook shop one. Yeah, like you. guy was running around putting all those signs on. Probably Rufio, actually. Yeah, no, he was like, did you see my markings in front? Which oh, I just checked out all these temples for you. I didn't bother completing them or anything. You probably created all the temples. Yeah, we shouldn't talk about theories. So <laughs> we're gonna be right, and it's gonna ruin it. Steven, as someone who you know grew up with Link to the Past, and it's your favorite game, how do you feel it holds up? I mean, in a little bit, you played as yeah. a quote-unquote sequel. I love going back to that same map, and it mm -hmm. is the same <laughs> map. That's it is the perfect. exact same, so that's cool because I know exactly where everything is. Even the witch's little hut yeah, up near the yeah, same place. So, um, yeah, I like it. And you go talk to the elder in the same spot. Yeah, everything yeah, is in the same. Man, that place has not changed. Mm -hmm. They need to get with the times. <laughs> <laughs> so, a new game. The, the way it works is, you know, I'm on the third, second or third dungeon now. I've beaten be two dungeons. So. Mm -hmm. You, you only really have the option of going to these two at first, and then there's three, and then there's four. Oh, okay. So it's not like you can go, like Rachel was saying, you know, straight to the last dungeon. Okay. So you have to collect. So Every they're item that you had to collect and, and link the path, you had to get the same item. So they're in groupings, and the groupings get more and more difficult, I guess. And when I, I had enough groupings, I just rented every item. Yeah. I'm like, whatever, I'm never going to die. So I have all the items that you can at least rent. The rental fee is like ten dollars. It's barely. Uh, so I was gonna ask yeah. what's the what's the ratio of buying to renting? Well, you can, I don't think you can buy. Yeah. It's rent everything. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure you later. Can buy eventually, you can buy. I heard you okay. can't buy. I can't oh, buy. Thirty bucks. I think the, the the most root bucks I spent on a <laughs> rental was like hundred, and it takes you maybe a minute to get that many. Yeah, so. cutting down a lot of grass. And not even. Yeah. <laughs> Just I cut down grass and find ten rupees. I think, I think that it does a really good job of not excessively holding your hand okay. in the entirety of it. Like, like it, every Nintendo title ever these it days? It does have, if you need hand holding, it has an option there for it. Oh, like, like me. Like it has has new fun feature on a 3DS called a, like a hint glasses. You put on your hint glasses and you can see hint ghosts. <laughs> and then you one play coin, and you can find out a hint as to what you're supposed to do next. Of, of my 300 play coins, I never use on anything. That's a lot of yeah. putting my DS in the dryer. Need all those ghosts to go so yeah, that, Call it, of Duty ghosts. It's there if you need it. If you don't need it, then you don't have to use it. So it, it does a really good job of not excessively being like, hey, Listen. go over here, do this thing. So, yeah. Cool. It's the first Nintendo game in like four years that hasn't done. <laughs> yeah. How um are you playing with the 3D on? No. Really? I turn the 3D on when I need to. Okay. Um, like for instance, you know, in the dungeon when I needed to see depth, 
I turned into the When I played at E3, one of those dungeons, I thought the depth was really cool. Yeah. But I guess it's not necessary. It's not in the overworld. Okay. I just haven't turned it on. No, I'm fine. And you have no problem going up the dungeon? No, not really. It's I've, I mean, I've tried the 3D. Maybe it's just my eyes. I just, I just yeah. don't really care. The 3D really works really well. Yeah. Does it work as well as Mario 3D Land? Yes, it does. Okay. I thought the 3D in that game was the best that they've had in a I think it looks just as good, and like maybe you don't really need it all the time, mm-hmm. you know, but... Maybe just in those dungeons. Just in those dungeons, but those certain, you know, if something that's like a vertical obstacle, then yeah, you need to turn the 3D on because it'll help with your depth perception. I was going to ask, do they have any of those things like in 3D land where you go to special areas and it looks like it's just like a, a, a square of boxes, but if you turn do. the 3D on it, you can see there's the depth that you can climb yes. up them. Surprise! Turn your 3D on sometimes. Sorry if you have a 2DS. Yeah, yeah you loser. Okay. What are you, four? <laughs> <laughs> so... But yeah, uh, something very interesting I found. Uh, this isn't really exploring. It better not be. It's not. When I'll you quit. wake up in your bedroom, Majora's Mask is hanging on the wall. That's a spoiler. <laughs> it is there, and you can go into the wall. So yeah. that's and then you can wear the mask. Yeah. Kind of. That's got to be confirmation that damn game's coming to 3DS, right? You know, I mean, that's got to be confirmation, right? After I read that. This game takes place after the events of Link's Awakening. That's on a whole different timeline, you guys. Out of the three split timelines that happen after Ocarina of Time, it's like a whole different one. Because so. it only makes sense. This year we had a, a remake on Wii U and an original title on 3DS. So we have an original title on Wii U. We need a remake on 3DS. Sure That's got to be Majora's Mask. Right? Next year, early next year, we're going to get a Nintendo Direct announcing. Uh, Zelda dance all night. <laughs> That's I mean, everyone would be happy. That would be cute. We'll see. I'll watch out for it in Nintendo Power. I'll just see Link with giant pigtails just like that. Giant blonde. A rocket. Just like dancing, she'd be like kind of like swinging the sword at different stuff. That would be cute. And you have to match along with the Wii mode. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just dance, Zelda edition. <laughs> Please. Figure out the new Zelda title. Next Zelda title, you're gonna be Link. You're gonna travel to uh like like the underworld kind of. Ooh. I have no basis for this, but it just came to me in a. Vision. It starts with a U, so that's like, a good start. Yes. Yeah. Like you're gonna like kind of you know how like you always have like some sort of element to Zelda. What, like that would be dark and gray, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to like an underworld setting. Welcome like, to hell. Like the land of the dead. Dark Inferno cross Zelda. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what it would be. And then Ganondorf is addressing his people, and then from the cathedral. Good plan. But yeah. since y'all are the only two that have played it, do y'all have any other final remarks as of right now? I mean, obviously you're gonna keep playing it, and when we start playing it, we'll talk about it some more. No hyperbole, but this is the greatest game of all time. And the greatest Zelda game of all time. And everyone should play it. So if you haven't bought it yet, it's yeah. awesome. I like it a lot. I've heard only good things. So yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Play it. The, that and Mario 3D World came out the same day. And both of these games, I've heard already people starting up talking about the game of the year. So it's exciting. I'm excited to start playing it. But uh, we're going to take our first break on the other side. We've been playing other games besides Zelda. So if you don't like Zelda, now it's time to start paying attention. So Gameware Express will be right back.
listen. We're back. That was that was lame. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not gonna redo it. <laughs> so last week I talked about how I started playing um Barrel at Sea, the first episode of Bioshock Infinite DLC. And I was kinda talking good on it. It's a little weird because you're playing in Rapture, but it's Bioshock Infinite game. So it's kinda weird to me. And I thought it was okay, and then I finished it, and now I don't like it. Uh-oh. It was not very good Uh-oh. after taking eight months to come out. Just because, <clears throat> like I said, the shooting in that game is not why you play a Bioshock game. The story was kind of lame. If there was a twist at the end, you could see it coming a mile away. So that's why I don't think it was really a twist. Gotcha. And the whole thing was just, first half of the game, you have to like find an item to continue. And the objective was literally... Go to these three shops and find this item. And that was it. And then you keep going. And then the second half of the game, you're trying to find a little girl who's supposed to be like a little sister. And you know, they crawl through the vents if you played the first Bioshock. Right. So it's literally go to these six parts of this department store and close the six vents so you can get her. And that was it. And I was just really disappointed on how it just seemed like fetch quests, yeah, like MMO style. Like literally go to these six things. And I don't know, it just, like I said, the ending wasn't very good. It didn't seem like a Bioshock experience. I don't know. I don't know. It does seem like it's been, you know. So you started playing a Bioshock game, though, didn't you? Yeah, I started playing Bioshock 2. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> that game's not very good. Um, and I heard that everyone said, you know, well, the story's not as good, but the gameplay mechanics are better, I guess. I don't know. I don't like it. Shooting things. It just it's it doesn't it just doesn't seem like a very good game. Uh, I mean I only played it for maybe a half hour, but I don't I'm not compelled to go back and play it anymore. So I wouldn't. It just I, I don't I felt like with Bioshock One that it was a great story and that that's all I needed from Rapture. And part of me, the cynical part of me that's always kind of on my shoulder just knows that Take-Two just wanted a sequel so they could sell games. So mm-hmm. they got a bunch of other studios, in fact, six other studios or four, five, whatever, to just make a game. And, and Wasn't it 2K Marin? Yeah, and like three other teams. Right. So, you know, and when you've got too many cooks in the kitchen, you get Bioshock 2, I guess. But hey, it was free on PS Plus or whatever. That's a common money's worth. But it just seems unnecessary. Right. And I see that a lot in sequels of video games, just unnecessary returns. And I hope we don't, I honestly hope we don't ever go back to Last of Us. And we'll talk about Last of Us mm-hmm. in maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but not every game has to be a trilogy or a giant franchise. Like, I'm perfectly satisfied with a great one-off experience and then give me something different. Mm-hmm. So, How would you feel about an expansion or side story? They did announce that for The Last of Us. I didn't go into too much... I didn't watch too much of it because I still, I guess, need to finish The Last of Us. But yeah, um, is that something that would be acceptable, or I'll, you just think it's done? You know, I take it with a grain of salt, and I don't expect the same quality from it. But mm-hmm. I may check it out if it's on sale. Yeah, because I'm not gonna. I'd much rather just experience something different uh, mm-hmm. in a different game. But I'll probably check out The Last of Us story DLC. But you know, I'm, I just don't have high hopes for it. No, I like neither. I think that. Anything continuing for The Last of Us is um, better done as like a spin-off game, right? Like a pseudo sequel, if you will. Mm-hmm. Sort of like Bioshock Two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfectly done. Did they say like when this 
like is taking place in the story. It's line. a prequel. Okay, well I mean that's different. And you're Ellie and Oh, uh, you're Ellie? And a friend of hers, I guess. Oh that's interesting. I saw a carousel, I think. I'm sure they Silent, <laughs> Silent Hill 3. You know, <laughs> just talking about Assassin's for one second, yeah. there's a part in that game where, uh, I don't, if you haven't played it, don't listen to this part for a minute. But there's, okay, it's not really that bad. There's a part in the game where you find monkeys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, this, there's just these monkeys here. This game is about to take this crazy turn. <laughs> and I have no idea what's going to happen. But nothing. Like no, it's monkeys. just infected rage monkey. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's just it's just pretty. It's just pretty. It is uh, just pretty. So, and there's something that happens later that I won't say. Yeah, but just play it. Let's just I mean, stop the podcast right now so you can play. See it. that game? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I want to go back and finish it mainly just for game of the year discussions. But I mean, like, I just Good. could not get into that game. Like, I just it has one of the best narratives in a game. Of I keep hearing that. I understand your frustration. I played about two and a half hours because I could not marathon. I could only play it for maybe an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. And the, the combat scenarios, because the way that game works is you've got an encounter and then you've got exploration. Mm-hmm. But the encounters are so intense for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's just, it, it's not fun. And it was, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's work, man. But it's, it's, it's worth getting through. It's kind of like our problem with Knack. I would explore the area, see all the, the dudes, and like, okay, I need to sneak here, take him out, sneak here. And I'd spend 20, 30 minutes doing that, and right toward the end, I get eaten. And then it's all the way back. So I have to sit there and wait and be patient and wa- while so they walk around so I can do this. With Mac, you're trying to we get talk through about that narrative. And then I can see how it's frustrating because you're so anxious to see the narrative. <laughs> There's a narrative in Mac? The game play keeps taking you back. I don't know any characters' names. Who's that big guy? The Doctor. Oh. Hello. Oh, his name is The Doctor. The Doctor. Knack. Oh, that's, that's who I'm playing as? Uh, so you started playing Knack, John Michael. I did start playing okay, Knack. So, okay, and Steven, you finished Knack. I did finish Knack. And I'm still in World 3 in Knack. What? Okay, so let's let's talk okay. let's talk some more Knack. All right, John I'm Michael, what do you like think? I'm in World 8 now. What the hell? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I saw that you got one of the late game achievements fairly quickly. I was impressed. Yeah, I mean. You, you'd collected a thousand Knack parts. Yeah. Knack like, guts pretty quickly. It's, whatever they're called. Relics. I mean, I, I played through it, and, you know, I, I'm not, like, actually marathoning through it, I guess. But I, I'm, I'm putting some time into Seven it. Seven hours a day for about a week. Whatever. However you want to define it. But well, I thought about giving that game one more chance on the stream this weekend. You should. And so if I can watch me rage quit. I just... Okay, so explain to me okay. this... Uh, wait, go ahead. I'm gonna, how about this? Delete everything you thought Knack was going to be. Mm-hmm. In your um, brain. Yeah. And start over. <laughs> as what we're going to tell you it is. Okay. It is not the adventure game you thought it was. Right. It is not a Mario game. It's not like... Uh, Crash Bandicoot. It's not a Crash Bandicoot at all. It's not that. It's this game that's some weird version of Dark Souls. That's what I said. A lot of Me- people are throwing that around. <laughs> it, it is. It's like this weird... like It's like the child version of Dark Souls. Okay. With really um, bad voice actor. Yes. Yeah. That. <laughs> um... <laughs> Just I'm Mac, y'all. <laughs> he comes like jazz from the Transformers. Oh god, yeah. You're I right. hate every like. Why does he have a voice? I just thought he was gonna. I be don't like, think it'll be a problem. <laughs> it's, that's it. horrible, but wow. yeah. Um, it, it's like Steven said last time. It's like um, it's just like battle box after next. Like mm-hmm. here's your next encounter. And I actually, once I got the hang of the combat system, you know, there's like, it's challenging at parts. Um, but I'm really just, good at Knack. 
I'm <laughs> combat system. I've bad. got. I like that's the thing. I've gotten it down. Like I know. When do you to ever dodge? And... Do you ever double jump to go towards an enemy to attack it? Oh, but, all the, that's but the... no, not to attack it in the air. You have to. You, you have, have to right, right, yes. over and then attack. And then attack while you're on the ground. Because if you air attack it, you bounce away from it real quickly, but it recovers faster it than does, you can. And that's always my problem. And then it one yeah. hit, it one hit. Especially uh, later on, there's enemies that I hope this is not a spoiler. I don't think oh, it is. Uh, that lay say this. that lay oil down. Yes. The and they light it on fire. Yeah. You cannot air attack Dicks. those dudes. <laughs> Sorry, I just hate the fucking birds <laughs> who like just shoot wind at you and you hit them and they just fly away. I think that's yep. hilarious. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only enemy in the game that doesn't explode into nothing. Like, yeah, I'm out of here. It's just like I'm leaving. But I'm actually kind of enjoying Knack for what it is. I mm-hmm. think um, I love that. I think it's a. I, I think know it's I'm a, weird and stupid. No, I think no. Again, it's very polarizing. Some people are it loving is, it, and some people are like, "What is this?" Well, it's gorgeous. First of all. Like the worlds that you go in, it's once pretty you, colorful. Yeah, get, when you the get character out, models, there's some no, not those. I'm talking about the yeah. environment. Yeah, 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 the characters look stupid. <laughs> I hate every single person in that game. I hate Knack himself. Even the doctor, <laughs> the great doctor. <laughs> no, you can't hate him. And also, I think Steven talked about this last week. They like set everything up to be like. Like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> but like, I already, guy is I already know what's gonna happen. Like, well, the way you don't know, man. Four to five just cuts wait. Scenes. I bet I know exactly what happened. I bet I know. These tanks have spoilers on them. I, where did they come? Where from? did they come from? I, <laughs> I don't only know. know one person that's ever put spoilers on anything. I can only guess at this point with all the horrible foreshadowing they give you. Um, there's no nuance to that game whatsoever. That, okay. Let's put that up. But I, I am actually enjoying Mac for what it's worth. I don't think it's going to win any game of the years or anything. Well, um, sorry, I got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's worth finishing for the credits. Really? The credits is yeah. okay. Well, I'm talking the credits are good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll so, try again. If you want to watch me fail at NAC, I'll probably be streaming tonight tomorrow. or tomorrow night. So one of, I'm starting on a harder difficulty. One of the biggest problems I have with that game, though, is an interview I read. And somebody, I forget, I don't know who it was. With Knack himself. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey, guys, this game's actually... Uh, oh, said, I, re- I know what you're talking about. It was, he said it's like, um, it's, a, it's like a combination between these games. And one of them was like, he, he threw Katamari Damashi in there. And what? I was like, that's a bold claim, sir. It's just because you get bits and get Yes, bigger. and like that made me mad. Like, because I'm playing this game yeah. and I'm like, like you're just progressing and getting bigger in a linear fashion. Like, honestly, if it were more Katamari Demacia, like that might actually be even a cooler game. Like, where you have to like, I've, I've heard other people say that, that they wish it wasn't as linearly driven of when you become big Mac and when you yeah. become small. Like, if it could be a little more variation, but that would probably mess with programming it. Probably and so. So maybe, you know, at Mac 2 Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> like, maybe we'll see something more akin to that. I what, don't know. One thing I didn't like was when you get real big and then you get to a door that you can't open. I need you to power this up. And Mac's like, no problem, doctor. And then he, he takes all of his precious relics away and then just shoves them into the Does. In the first two worlds, tiny, he yeah. doesn't. Does he ever have the big sassy black man voice when he's tiny? Now? Yes. Okay, he does. That's got to be really a few. There's only like two spots in I've the been, game. I don't even, I it's late in the game, um, but as tiny neck, he does sound um, authoritative. <laughs> <laughs> so, but only like twice. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's just jazz from Transformers. That's all he is. I like that game, but yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. 
<laughs> but I, I don't think I think reviewers, most reviewers that I've read, I don't think they gave it a fair shot because of I think it's because of the review process. Right. I think it's you had these people playing through this game in one day or yeah, two days, and they're like, "This is terrible." I don't, and they're giving it a three or four or five, and I reserve scores that low for something that's fundamentally broken. Right. And despite what anyone's opinion on the quality of this game is, there's no way in hell that it's fundamentally no, broken. No, no, no. This game works fine. That game is solid. And the combat mechanics, once you get the hang of it, it's. I honestly don't think it's cheap. No, no. It's frustrating. Right. And I think that, again, that goes back to that Dark Souls. Yeah. And I do think that the checkpoints are spaced out too far. But, I mean, once I got past the sixth or seventh world, I was clearing a stage with maybe dying twice. Mm -hmm. And on the last boss, I died twice. And then, and I heard that the last boss was so difficult, but I only had to do it three times. I beat the game. Honestly, the boss battles so far, I really haven't had much trouble with. They've been very fair, (laughs) you know, not really even formulaic. They've actually been pretty interesting as far as boss battles go, so. What okay? Explain to me because I've heard some of it. I haven't hit it because now, but now I have two people friends playing it. How does like the item with your friends thing okay. work? Well, I've got a ton. I so from the internet's, I've met people I don't know that are playing Mac. Mm-hmm. So I added these people. I have no idea who they are to my friends list, so that I could actually do that more. Yeah. Did you make them send you your real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and um, yeah. Whenever you find a treasure chest, you can pick the item that would have given you, or you can pick any of the items that your friends yeah. have gotten in their game. So that can help you more finish one of the power-ups sure. or whatever. Faster. Well, I'm going more for those gems. Yeah. Or, uh, those are so hard to find, and unlocking the other forms really changes the style of the way the game's played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, if you want to get the items, you just download that stupid iOS bejeweled phone, hey! which, we, which we have fun playing together. <laughs> um, we do. We play that together on Renee's iPhone. It's just Bejeweled. But. We have so much fun. I think Bejeweled is fun with two people. especially. It's, it's a much better game with two players. Like, mm-hmm. ah. Two players on one screen. But you can get all the items in the game for playing that. Oh, and I have an iPad now, so maybe I should do that. You download yeah. it, and then you, what you do is you play through it until it makes you earn about 80,000 points in the game. Because it takes too long. Because every time you get an item in the, in the iOS app, mm-hmm. the next time you get an item, you have to earn more points. So once you get to 80,000 points, you just delete the app and reinstall <laughs> it, and then you start over, but it remembers what items you've already gotten, but it makes your point uh-huh. go back to the bottom, so you can just get more, it's the best way to do it. And what Take is this that called? technology? I don't know, NAC. NAC, NAC, NAC app. Yeah, that's it. Okay. It's only on iOS. It's not on. on it's coming to Android soon, and it will never be on Windows Phone. More <laughs> on Windows Phone. Next Quest. Yeah. Next Quest. Quest. There so I have Windows Phone, so I can't ever have it. But Renee has an iPhone, so we have it on her. Have a dumb old Android. And we go to the park and walk around the park and play Next Quest together. <laughs> that is precious. The whole game. <laughs> but we really do. We we really do sit on the couch and play it together on iPhone. That's cool. I I have fun. I want to do it again tonight. And so. I think it's a good addition to the game. Yeah. It's yeah. free and there's no advertising. There you go. I wish there were more games that did things like this. So like, was, oh. Well, like, I mean, something that you can take with you, like, say, like, this would be awesome on Vita, you know? Like, sure. all right, well, I got my Vita out and out. So whenever I'm, whenever I go home, I'll be, like, prepared to, you know, and you know just put this yeah, item like together. We can yeah. actually play that co-op. With the Vita, you could be like a Tails, Sonic the Hedgehog Tails You could style, be literally Tails. <laughs> invincible character from what? the Vita, and we could play through the game together. That is, it's a two-player mode. 
Maybe we like, who's the other character? Yeah. It's like Nuck or Nick. <laughs> 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 is Nuck like the puggle? Is that the one does money? No, I, like I kind of want to be Nick. It's his sassier friend. He has a deeper voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he has a voice at all, but you could always just pretend to be Nuck yourself. <laughs> and you could just add layers if you want. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I don't know if they if they narratively say why there's a second. <laughs> I haven't I encountered this in any cutscenes. Just in, no yeah, in the cutscenes, it's just Nack. I thought Knack was unique, but clearly no, Nuck is there. Nuck and Nack. It's whatever. And that's the main reason I wanted to get an iPad, because more and more games are going to start having this companion app that's only going to come to iOS. Yep. And then Android eventually never Windows Phone. So I just <sighs> what am I supposed to always Windows Phone? wanted to have right. a choice for that. Well, if I had an Xbox One, then the Windows Phone would work. Right. Yeah. But speaking sure. of mobile games, John Michael, you've been playing Tiny Death Star still? I sure have. Okay, so explain this to me, because it's, it's just a Star Wars skin for Tiny Tower. Well, it's kind of like it's... Yes and no. It's like its own game, I guess. It's mm -hmm. not really... I, I guess it's a reskin, but... It's what? not like I'm not downloading Tiny Towers and then downloading. Yeah, yeah. What? What is it? Because I'm not familiar with the game. Uh, so basically, you are running a Death Star. I think Steven talked about this a little bit last week. Because yeah, I have it on my phone, but I think my version is like a bootleg version. <laughs> no, but it's the same. Like we talked about it. It says Lucas Arts. Yeah, it says Lucas Arts. Lucas Arts oh, 2013. Okay. I'm like, no, nah, that's not even a company. So who the hell made the version of it on the Windows phone? That's what I don't. Yeah, I, sorry. No, that's how it does on my phone too. Well, so, yours also yeah, says Lucas yeah, Arts. You can, I was trying to open it on your phone. Yeah, take a look. This makes for great radio. Yeah. Steven yeah. <laughs> is comparing. All right, guys, here phones. we go. I'm opening the app on my phone now. Okay, I'm opening it on Windows Phone simultaneously, and it says see, Lucas it does, Arts. Now, see, mine's probably already running. Is why it doesn't. It oh. didn't come up instantly with say Lucas Arts. Oh God. Okay. Oh, there's uh, the music. <laughs> so play that with all the rights. So, but what do you do? You run the Death Star. Like, how does it? Um, so... Is it like Game Dev Story, where I'm, like, running the Death Star? And like, kind of. Like developing video games on Dark you, you, okay, you add, you're adding levels constantly. Um, mm -hmm. And each level, um, you can add more, you can add a residential level, so you can have more people move into your Death Star, or you can add, like, a retail level. Starbucks. I'm, I'm literally playing right now as we're, as we're talking about this. Um, I have 21 levels in my Death Star. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a toy store here. Is that a brothel? Yeah. That, that is, well, it's apartments, but yes. Okay. I like to pretend it's a brothel. Um, <laughs> I write fan fiction around it. Um, <laughs> Tiny Death Star fan fiction. Um, dot net. I have, I got the Cantina on here, and it will play Cantina music, but I guess... I don't know, Stephen. You know, I, I, how do how do I explain this game? You're just building levels. Yeah, you're getting it's, money. It's just Tiny Tower, so you're just trying to get more people to come to your Death Star to live there and oh, work okay. there. So it's a, just this little like a management zone. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And does it cost any money to go play? You can certainly, I'm sure, spend real money. If you you can speed it up. You can spend. Um, I didn't know if it was free to play or if it was like a. You get space bucks. Okay. Um, the game itself is free. Okay. Yeah. And then there are microtransactions. Yeah. There's. Um. I think that. Oh, it's imperial bucks. I like to call them space bucks. That's they are in space. Um. Yeah. You can get two thousand bucks for ninety nine ninety nine. A hundred dollars for <laughs> a mobile game. Okay. That's the best value. So of course. Well, I mean, just buy that one. 
Well, they tell me that, that the, the best value is the, the general Lando Calrissian bundle <laughs> for 35 bucks and 4,000 coins. <laughs> that is a, like, I'm not making it up. It's right here. Uh, you can't see this again because we're talking in a microphone. Like, I just went ahead and bought you the $100. Well, that's a great Christmas present to myself, I guess. <laughs> and, oh, don't worry. We'll have plenty of discussions on microtransactions in the next segment. But, um, okay, I might... It, it really is fun, and you don't have to spend money. Okay. Uh, it, but again, like, it's just one of those things that, like, this will be done in 11 minutes. Oh, uh, so you, you can buy money and speed it up. Yeah, yeah, but they do, again, there are things you can do to get, like, these okay. space bucks. Uh, you can that, earn the in-game currency. Yes, you sure can. Okay. Yeah, definitely. You, don't you automatically get the money over time? Or? Uh, well, you get the coins over time, but these space bucks, you have oh, to, like, find right. rebel scum in your Death Star and you track them down and they're like, good job, let me give you a space buck. Um, <laughs> and can I play this on my shiny new iPad? Uh, probably. probably. Okay. If no, I could play it on an Android phone, he could play That's it on a Windows phone. Yeah, if I can play it on a Windows Jesus phone, Christ. you could probably play it on a StarTech. <laughs> That's like 12 years old. CDI. Okay, I'll check it out. Play it, check it out, it's okay. fun. Um, so last weekend, when Rachel and I streamed, we streamed uh, sports games. We had Sports Night. Yes. We did FIFA. We did Madden. And we played NBA Live 2014. So we'll, we'll start the game of the year discussion right now. Right <laughs> so the only reason, because when I was streaming, people were like, what are you doing, you idiot? Why do you have this? 2K is so much better. And while I'm 100% sure it is, uh, Rachel worked on NBA Live. Her name is in the credits. <laughs> so that's why I got it. And I wanted to see... And compare. Granted, I'm getting 2K for Christmas. I don't like Christmas. Let's do a full comparison. But yeah, NBA Live. That game is not so hot. How's the net? Let's start on the positive. Um, the ball can go through it, and sometimes it makes the. Well, the animation sound. itself. Uh, I really didn't pay attention to the animation, Rachel. The career mode, whenever you are a player, whenever you read the news articles, has flawless grammar. Okay, that is something. But. The game graphically looks bad. Um, when you are playing, your players not on the ball, don't move. The off-ball that AI is terrible. Weird it was pretty much just like one-on-one, beat your dude and hope no one like you can't do anything. Nothing, nobody moves. But they forgot to program the AI. Yeah, and the only kind of cool part is the ESPN integration. So you get whoever the hell comments basketball and ESPN talking, but when you, after the game at halftime, it kind of does that sports center thing where on the left side is all like the headlines, mm-hmm. and you can move up and down those headlines and it kind of talks. That's kind of cool if you like ESPN and basketball, but like honestly, I didn't go into all the different game modes, so maybe there's some redeeming stuff there. We just played, you know, exhibition games. Is there a cribs mode where oh, you can man, like, like buy that. a you know, house? And- maybe, maybe next time. Can you create a character? I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can put them through career mode. Yes, you can. Name all my players. <laughs> what about Nuck? Is yeah. he going to be on the team? Point guard. There is a career mode. You can create a player. You pick like you know, you pick, like you pick his height and his weight. Um, but it usually has seven hundred pounds. It has, to, well, it has to fit into a certain category. Oh. So like, whenever let's say I was trying to make like I don't know, like if I'm trying to make a I don't know the positions in basketball. Center. Guys. Sure. If I'm trying to create like one of the little fast basketball players, like point guard. Yeah, sure. Like the little ones that are really fast. Point guard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I'm trying to make one of those, I obviously can't make him six two. 
You could seven, try. That's not fair. That's not, well, that's six, not very is not. You could be 6'2 point guard. A point guard in the NBA. Oh, well, I don't know these things. You guys. can't make him 7 foot. I'm just trying to give you an example. Magic Johnson was like a 6'10 point guard, 6'9. I remember all Magic Johnson. Can you, if you name guard. your character, your player, Michael Jordan, does it change it to like a different name? Player 99. Yeah. <laughs> does it not let you do that? Because, you know, you got to have the right. The likeness, right? I don't know. Just some sometimes games won't let you. Mikel Jordan. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I was just getting into basketball. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you just pick like your position, you pick like your height and your weight within like I guess like what's normal for that position, mm-hmm. and then like what college you went to and your face. Virginia and College no got it. And it, it's funny because the executive producer of NBA Live came out and was like, hey, we're still working on this, guys. We know it Why wasn't up to... Why did $60 if they're still making it? I don't know. I'm going to get graphics DLC. <laughs> I mean, they, they they said that. They said yeah. they'd improve the graphics. What's Gra- DLC? Graphic they're going to tighten up the graphics on level 3. I don't know I just, that's going to be... A, I don't understand what EA was thinking. Obviously, they have FIFA pretty much on lockdown. Pro Evo is not really a thing. Obviously, they have... It's great. Obviously, I'm mad on lockdown because of contracts. I don't know why they're trying to come back into the basketball game after 2K has dominated the market. They need to just buy visual concepts (laughs) and then just take their team. Especially because they only released on next gen or current gen, whatever. Yeah, current. PS4 and Xbox One and saying, like, we revamped the game for this and it's only going to be a next gen game and it looks like crap. It looks worse than the NBA Lives from the 360. Really, to me, it does. It looks worse. Not enough sweat. Exactly. So I'll have a better comparison for those in a few weeks when I do actually get 2K. And my only thing is playing basketball since I was 11. I was never the biggest fan of like quote unquote real basketball games like NBA Street. I like NBA Street. NBA Street and that Looney Tunes game. Yeah, Looney Tunes people. I had that Space Jam for PS1. It was great. Really? Did they make an Aaron Carter game? Was that same? They should have. One game color. How we beat Shaq. How we beat Shaq. Walk through how to beat Shaq. Um, Steve, you didn't play anything else? Yes, I uh, was on the road for work. Right. So I was playing some handheld games along with my Bioshock experience. I played Killer Instinct on Super Nintendo uh, through my little GCW thing, and I'm really good at Killer Instinct. <laughs> Not so good at the new one, but the old one, I was just pulling out Ultra Combo. You main Jago? No, I actually main Saber Wolf. Mm. Combo. I like to. I like to pull back charge characters when I get technical about it. I do. So, Let's get technical. Ooh, I, you know, my pull down. I like to turtle in Killer Instinct, so I'm I'm lethal in the corners. But mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? Um, so yeah, I played a lot of that. Of course, I was by myself, just playing with the computer. My computer's rough. Could have given me a call. I was only three floors below you. I don't know how that would have worked on the little hand. Oh yeah, you're playing on your hand. But we could have watched each other play Bioshock. <laughs> so. um, and then I played a few minutes of Kingdoms of Amalur, The Reckoning, which mm-hmm. single-handedly destroyed that studio. Well, not, I guess that game did. Yeah. Their MMO they were working on. And that game's cool. The combat's really fun. If you don't know what it is, it's like a big open-world RPG, sort of like maybe a Morrowind light, but the combat is more like God of War. You know what it is to me? It is what... Uh, Fable should have yeah. gone it's in the exactly. direction of that. Yeah, it's exactly what Fable It's like a good Fable. Without like all the weird social interaction things that Fable tried to add. I played that demo because if you played that demo, you got some armor in Mass Effect 3, I think. Yeah. And I went through where Vice you like... Versa. 
wake up in hell or whatever and all the bodies. All the dead bodies. Oh, yeah. And then you get up to the open world and it was like, now you can explore the open world for the next 55 minutes. And I was like, hell no. Yeah. I put my controller down, turned the TV off, and left. And came back and was like, hope you enjoyed the game. Here's your Mass Effect <laughs> armor. But I, it just didn't, it didn't click with me. One thing that's weird with that game is there's almost too much to do. That so is true. Whenever that you is, you look at your map and there's like a hundred things, you're like, well, you can go do daunting. this, you can do this. Like, I'm not gonna do any of that. Yeah. It's just too, it's too much. I so, did. I um, I played it on 360 first. I, I played it twice. Yeah. So <laughs> God. Yeah. Listen. So I um, I not borrowed a sequel. So well, I I borrowed it uh, and I played it on 360. Um, and I I enjoyed it. And then it was free for yeah, PlayStation right. Plus. Free on PlayStation. And so I downloaded it again. I was like, I really enjoyed that. I want to play as a different character this time. Oh. And uh, I was like, well, this time I know I'm not going to do like half those quests I did last time. I'm going to try and get further into the main storyline. And then I just got bogged down. I was like, oh, I'm going to move on to a different game. But I really do like that game. Um, again, the combat's awesome. I think. And why have we have friends that. And it's super cheap now. It's like twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. So I think I have it on PlayStation Plus. Plus and yeah. But um, yep, that's fun. It's good. Renee, play right now. How's your How's your Pokemon Quest going? You beaten it yet? I'm so trying. Uh, right now. Um, you guys, has anyone finished this game? I still Just have. me? I finished I like the second day of that <laughs> I still have two gym badges. At least you're trying. Two. two. I, I moved up to four gym badges. Guys. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I'm off of work after next week. It's going to be all Pope Noah's month. Look, <laughs> I need you guys to beat the Elite Four so my friend Safari Zone can be much better. That's I hear, what I need. I hear my head is poisoned. So is mine. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't know what this, any of this there. means, yeah, but okay. Like a, well, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fairy type. So. I don't know what any of this means, mm-hmm. so... Well, I guess you're going to have to play more of the game. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you guys, seriously, play more Pokemon. Okay. So by the time I hash that shiny Pharisee, you uh, still haven't gotten it? I've literally been trying every single day. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating or okay. using any sort of hyperbole or anything like that. I've been trying every single day for... And I'm not saying like, oh, I like hatch like two eggs. I talked about this last week. Uh, I, I am literally trying for several hours every day. Aww. This is my life, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. So, speaking of... Monotonous, mundane, boring <laughs> games. Rachel, tell me about Cookie Flipper. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so I like, I don't heard of this game, and I've beaten Dork for like the fifth time on my desktop at work, and I already beaten both of the Candy Box games, so I was like, well, what else am I gonna do? So, pull up Cookie Flipper in the browser. And what is the object of Cookie Clicker, Rachel? You, you click cookies at them. That's, <laughs> That's weird. I thought it would be something else. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really following. Uh, <laughs> what sort of leveling system is there? Uh, and how many enemies do I fight? <laughs> <laughs> there are, like, dungeons or something. I don't know. I didn't got, did you get any grandmas yet? I did. I got grandmas. I got, like... Where, where are like the big Adam, come on. <laughs> you like okay, it's like you get 
cursors and those auto click for you or you could just install an auto clicker into Google Chrome for free and then have it auto click your cookies. So, so the one objective the, the, the one objective you have in the game you are not doing. You can bypass yeah, all of the turbo controller. <laughs> you can just literally not click cookies, but whatever. So you you get like a cursor which will auto click for you every ten seconds or whatever and you can buy like how many of those grandma's and fake cookies. Hell yeah. Get farms. Farm cookies. That sounds sketchy. So what is the end goal of this game? To get cookies. As many as you can. As many as you can. But without you actually having to do it. (laughs) Which is why it's brilliant. Really. (laughs) When I say I beat Cookie Clicker, I mean I got as many achievements because there's achievements in Cookie Clicker. (laughs) Good. (laughs) You got a cookie. What do you buy with these achievements? More cookies. <laughs> I felt like I was satisfied enough in the amount of achievements I got. So I beat it. Yeah. Cool. It I agree with that definition yeah. of beating a game. If yeah, you are sure. satisfied with yeah, where you, so I beat it. So, you got all the achievements. Yeah, Cookie Clicker was a game. I'm going to go beat Zork again tomorrow. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Could you imagine if Zork was filled with cookies oh. all of a sudden for no reason. They should like make Zork you are in into a cookie. like a you can see like a chocolate chips. like a Skyrim type setting. That's what they should I do. I've been saying this for twenty years. They should do that. Yeah. I like agree. like make Zork like the actual thing. Do yeah. I still have to like type in which direction I want to go? Like <laughs> in the Skyrim setting? <laughs> I go <Zork>. east. <laughs> Open window. <laughs> I just want to say I've always loved Zork. And everyone should play Zork. All of them, except for uh, Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Grand Inquisitor. Uh, if anyone out there listening has any other like text-based RPGs or like you know little desktop games that I can procrastinate with, please email me or you know email the show. What's that email address? It's gamerexpressgmail.com or you know Twitter me or something. Yeah. Cool. I, I played Nino Cooney for like five seconds. I think I, I tell every much. Yeah, played that game. Well, she second. played it for like thirty hours and then she stopped. Yeah, I, yeah, that's how I. Yeah. I'm really far into you know, Cooney, and then I stopped because I actually don't have a PlayStation. It's Adam's PlayStation that I was playing. Oh, uh, rude! And well, he would he would let me borrow you know his PlayStation and I would play it, but then like you know after we moved and stuff, like I just never picked it back up. Let's um, see, now I can either play my Wii U on the touch screen while you play, or I can play my PS4 on my Vita while you yeah, play, yeah. Everyone games. or my 3DS, or my Vita, yeah. or your iPad, or you could be iPad. clicking cookies, what? Yeah, what? while Rachel Mino Kuna, or you could just be Mino nuck, nuck well, <laughs> like, around. I in, and then I was just like, you know, I don't really feel like, because that's kind of late at night last night, and I was like, I don't really feel like devoting any time to this right now yeah. because I'm already tired and I don't want to have to think about this. I think what it was is I just really wanted to like see Ghibli animation. Yeah. <laughs> so I just put in Hell's Moving Castle instead. Yeah, and that works. Then I was yeah. that. That so. battle system isn't as good as I'll it would be. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> No, it's okay. Yeah, Watching her that's, play that's it, a, it's just okay. It drove me crazy every battle. They said the same damn thing going in. Like, there were three characters, but yeah. each one just said the same thing. The only complaint that I really have that sort of sticks out to me with that game is, like, every single time, the music is so static. Like, it's just Yeah, it gets really... 
I guess, annoying. Yep, I agree, agree with that. that. I'm just like, I hey. can agree with that. And it's not even like really a good song. It's not yep. a song. It's just, That's and it sad. Plays a lot. I think um, <laughs> that reminds me a lot of the Dragon Quest franchise. Like yeah. it's pretty much the same music all mm-hmm. the time. But I adore the Dragon oh, Quest. Yeah, I mean, so, like, I guess if that game had better music, it wouldn't be as yeah, annoying. No. I mean, it's a beautiful game, and it's you know fun. I one day hope to play it for five minutes. <laughs> it's gold. I got to that genie and then I gave up. Oh, so. yeah, I'm that. I think I watched the fight. You did watch the fight. It's cheap, man. Yeah, Every boss battle is horrible in that game. Oh, yeah, boss battles suck in that game. Can you, like, not buy, like, a microtransaction? I hope so. I would, I would hope for it to have that one day. I would pay a dollar to just bypass the battle. Yeah. Yeah, fun stuff. So, speaking of microtransactions, that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from the side of this break. Okay, because, Yeah. That's weird. We don't have There are some crazy games in the next generation that are just kind of killing the wallet. Uh-uh. So stay tuned. GameWare Express will be right back. So the big reason microtransactions have come up in recent news, I mean, mobile games have had them for years now, and they've sucked. Tiny Death Star has it. But yeah, but those games are free. Yep. And that's how they make their money, because people are spending four and five hundred dollars on these damn cell phone games. But the reason it's been the controversy kind of spurred is because in Forza Motorsport Five, mm-hmm. a game you pay sixty dollars for for your Xbox One, they are charging you money to buy cars. You can buy in-game currency, but that in-game currency takes so long to get it that, well, why don't you just spend this money? It's like something like any million, like, Forza bucks to buy this car, or you can just spend 98 real dollars for it. So, all this stuff is already in the game. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is fully unlockable if you put in the time for it. That's a lot, like, but it's from what I've heard, like, the most expensive car, you need to play that game straight for, like, two or three years to get that. And that's the problem, is in the past Forza games, yeah, you couldn't get all the cars at once, but you could get them eventually. And they mess with the in-game economy, like Adam said, to where now, it takes a lot longer to unlock the cars. Because they're like, why don't you just spend your room? And if you got the special edition, which was a lot more than 60 bucks you would get the opportunity to have the opportunity to buy some cars that you can't get well, otherwise. That is, what is that they promised that you'd be able to unlock any car in the game with that. But from what I've heard, you only get like 1,200 tokens, which, which is, is like, like $12. 12 dollars. And, and the worst is they have DLC. So you spend $5 to get these cars in the game, but you still have to buy the cars in the game. Right. So wow. you, you have the ability to, pay, to then pay for them. So you're paying five dollars to make them available to purchase, so you can either spend your Forza bucks or your real bucks. 
So basically, fuck this game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because it's, it's one thing if you're playing, you know, Tiny Death Star sure, yeah. free, but when you're going to go spend $60 in a game, you expect the whole game to be there. I can let Tiny Death Star sit there, and it will, like, accrue points for me. Mm -hmm. Um with Forza, I can't just turn Forza on, leave, and then come back, and I've got like more like more race box or whatever. Like, and they and they try to make it where you know you get credits where you finish first or third to encourage you know not or restarting or keep whatever. with the same model yeah. car, the same manufacturer. And they want that you know that relationship with you and your car to be more intimate. That's your car. You're building whatever with it. But it's like I just want to drive the fat shit. When yeah. I'm tired of that, I want to drive another car. Yeah. Like, that's why I like playing Need for Speed Rivals, because it's just so fast and arcadey, and like, oh, now I just unlock a Corvette, oh, now I just unlock a Viper, and oh, now I unlock this, I just want to keep moving up. Right. And I don't want to spin and play around with new cars. And... and it's not just limited to Forza, because when Gran Turismo 6 comes out today, today. it's going to have the same microtransactions. Sure. There's I... a, there's, I saw an article earlier today that it's a Jaguar, um... In the article I was reading, it was in euros, but it was 219 euros. For this yeah, one car. To buy right. to, and that's that's real world money. Not, <laughs> I mean, you've already paid the $60 for the game plus tax. Um, now, I'm not on the Sony Defense Force, although some people think I am. <laughs> but one thing they did not change in Gran Turismo is the in game economy. Mm -hmm. So in the past, it would take a long time to get some of these vehicles, and it still does. In Gran Turismo 6, but it doesn't take you longer than it did before. Right. Whereas in Forza now, it's practically impossible unless you pay the real money. In Gran Turismo, yeah, you can pay the real money, but it's just like the previous game. You can the still license earn system. it. You can still earn it uh, in the same amount of time. And EA's been doing similar stuff like that too with like mm -hmm. Madden, where it's like you could play and unlock these player cards or whatever, or you can just give them five bucks. I think we made up a game about that. I think so. Foodstampmadden.com. So Foodstamps.com. I wrote it down as Foodstamp Madden. Well, let's just register both. Okay, just to be safe. So I mean, and while this really sucks, welcome to the next generation, guys. I don't really see this going anywhere. I'm ready to get off the train. Yeah, and go back. Yeah. So, Super I'm, Nintendo. I mean, you know <laughs> my transactions there. You joke about it every week, but I mean, soon games are gonna be like that, where it's like, oh, you just want to, you know, pay five dollars for the rest of the game, or Adding that content in. Send them your cartridge with the DLC. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I, I don't know. I, oh, I mean, you know, oh, I can't think of anybody that's like, oh man, I love microtransactions. <laughs> I love spending my real money for this. But I mean, I'm okay with them as long as they don't hinder anything that, like, wasn't. I, I don't know. I, like, if I don't have to do it, and I realize that, like, you know, Grand Turismo and Forza, those are, like, really extreme cases, where it's just like, okay, if it's gonna take me, like, however many days or hours or years to unlock a card, that's insane. Mm -hmm. But, like, I mean, if it's there, and I don't have to worry about it, and I don't have to care, then whatever, it's fine. But let it be there, let people spend their money if they want to. The fear and concern is developers, or publishers forcing developers will affect the gameplay in oh, a way yeah. where you have to spend the money. Yeah, Instead of it's just, here's the game, and oh, let's just add pay-fors for these couple yeah, things. Mm -hmm. It's, let's adjust the difficulty a little bit in this section. So try to, you know, entice oh, them to spend real-world money. Thing. They've been doing the same thing with DLC forever. Mm -hmm. And DLC and microtransactions are so similar 
But it's just like developers are relying on that to be like, okay, well, we didn't really finish this game. So guess what? We're going to release DLC and it's going to be whatever was missing from the game. And you get to pay more money for it. Pay us more money. So I don't know. I, I don't like any of that. But that's just me. <laughs> Isn't that the kind of the way arcade machines worked in the 80s and 90s? Yep. You know, you would play with your friends and then the game would get really hard all of a sudden and I would just have to keep pumping quarters into it. That's so a great GR spot. It's just like back in the day when you were a So kid. it's the same as it was yeah. then, only, you know, it's not. But I like decent universe. Those are more expensive. <laughs> That's free to play. That is free to play. My microtransactions I don't use. No, <laughs> so I thought about it because I really do enjoy that game. Hmm. I thought about giving them $5 for like, but I figured $5 is worth it. What level are you now? Um, like 15 or 16. Okay. I'll come back in. So aside from microtransactions suck, you got any other news this week, Stephen? Yeah, uh, a game that doesn't suck is uh, Final Fantasy VIII, and now it's coming to Steam, or it's already on Steam, and I don't know, it's like $12 maybe. Probably. So it should be $8. $8. That'd be appropriate. Yeah, that would be. So you can <laughs> buy that and play it on your PC. I don't know if it's got the terrible MIDI soundtrack from the original uh, PC release. I guess, yes. Or if it has the, it probably does. Or a straight port. I'll just assume it just, it's the same as the original PC version. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you can mod it. Or someone will have uh, a download where you can add the quality music. Um, and if you want to play that game on your PSP or your Vita or your PS3 or your PS1, it's readily available everywhere. So you can play that on lots of different things. Eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. I just want to play the card mini game over and over and over and over. And now you can. Yeah, yeah, another you should just make a Final Fantasy mini game like all the mini games. Card games. Mm. It should do that. Jump rope. Jump oh, jump rope's the worst. Where you have yeah, to please. go in the parade in front of all the nobles in Final Fantasy Nine. Like, anyway. Oh, that was party. Yeah, little yeah. fight thing. Yeah. That's everything about Final Fantasy Eight. Like first, like summon animals. Oh yeah. Yeah, watch that. Like, over and over. I would like <laughs> make my brother do all the time. Like, take Shiva this time. Don't that. Like, need summon Shiva, and I just watch that a lot. <laughs> and that's uh, that's why I like that game. <laughs> Other RPG news: the sequel to Bravely Default Flying Fairy has been announced. Oh, uh, it's called Bravely Second. Second. Yeah. So that's and we good. still don't have we the first have... one in America. Not yet. In Japan, they're already getting the sequel. And the first one is coming out here soon in 2014. So Renee was saying that you can pre-order the special edition on Amazon right now. Is it like where if you do it early, you get the special edition, or is it cost no, more? No, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that costs more. Or is it probably? Yeah, I mean, that's... I haven't looked into it, but. I would assume that will not be a uh, every launch copy is the special edition. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Um, but we'll look into that. I guess we're looking into that right now. <laughs> so, um, other news, Alice announced that they sold 800,000 copies of Dragon's Crown. That's a lot of copies. That is. I don't know if Alice has sold that many copies of any game that's not for sale. So, <laughs> that is a success for them. So, and, you know, um, we're all huge fans of, uh, of that developer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we, and Dragon's Crown is a good game, but I don't think we've kind of with it yet. I still have to play it. Yeah. So I, I played it. I thought it was pretty fun. I just I don't know. I don't I don't know what it is about it, but I I, I kinda just want to go back and play it with the spirit some more. So Yeah. I mean yeah. it's missing a key element. A story? Yeah. Yeah. Delaware yeah. <laughs> games. Delaware games are 
So do we know anything more about that? I looked record? up Bradley Default. Amazon just has one listing for the collector's edition for $49.99. So really? I don't... Yeah, okay. that's all it says. It says it will be released on February 7th, but I don't know if that's just a placeholder or a real date. But typically, I mean, if there's two, like a, a standard a collector's edition, they have choice. That's the same price as Shin Megami Tensei 4 yeah. when it came out. So it might just and be all was, first runs. Yeah, that was the only version. And that was a collector's edition. That was a too, so... And sad news, our beloved creators of Rune Factory, uh, Neverland Company, is bankrupt and closed down. So Sega didn't want to buy them too? I guess not. Um, I think a lot of people are keeping their fingers crossed that um, like Marvelous or someone will continue. Factory? Well, well Marvelous became <laughs> yeah. much larger than Marvelous. Right. But Marvelous can, you know, will continue, you know. The, the Rune Factory. And yeah. Rune Factory franchise. So. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, I guess whoever like makes Rune Factory went on his Twitter and said that, you know, we're still going, but how can they still be going? Well, he said, like, do not worry. Please, <laughs> please understand. No, we'll <laughs> develop games out of our garage if we have to. We may not have an office anymore, but we're still going to make Rune Factory somehow. You know who's not going bankrupt? Who's that? Capcom. Oh man! Because <laughs> they everybody loves, loves Dead Rising Three. Well, they maybe that one didn't sell as well, not yet. It's only on one system, but yeah, um, Monster Hunter Four came out and that sold oh, wow. a lot in Japan. In Japan only, of course. Um, Ugh, who likes Japan? I think we saw four million copies, something. Maybe something that's like that. accurate and accurate. So they are taking that money. Capcom said they're taking all that money and bringing build, it to America. Well, no, they're the gonna opposite. Build a real monster. No, <laughs> they 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 already did. Uh, and that. they're gonna take us for a ride. Maybe if we're lucky. <laughs> so they're taking all of their profits from Monster Hunter and they're going to invest it into two brand new mobile game studios. <laughs> oh. So you know, I was hoping you were gonna say IP. Two brand new Mega Man games. <laughs> Mega Man Legends and the new Mega Man X game. <laughs> no, they're going to make more mobile games that we all love. So, um, Mega Man Battle Network? Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter because whatever games they make are probably never going to come out here anyway. No. That's true. Oh, you didn't know about that one? No, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So they are taking their 4 billion yen. Uh, I'm sure the conversions are actually. 4 billion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they specifically said they're going to open two mobile studios. Maybe that's wrong. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's right. So, and you'll see more mobile games from Capcom. So, we great. love mobile. So, Sonic Adventure Mobile. Isn't there that's that Sega. Sonic Jump game that came out this summer? I don't know. Yeah, that's a thing. Know. That is a thing. So, luckily, I have a Windows Phone, so I don't have to worry about <laughs> mobile I don't have software. To see it. I, don't have to, I don't even have Crazy Taxi on my phone. Oh, that's right. Now, no, you could. It's on Android. I'm looking this up right with now. With the original soundtrack. So that's the best soundtrack. Kind of a slow week for news. Unless you guys have anything else. I got something. Okay. Um, so formerly known as the Spike Video Game Awards, the VGX is tomorrow. That's exciting. Saturday. What does the X stand for extreme. I don't know. They said they wanted to X-words. switch it around for a new generation because, let's face it, new <laughs> kids. Well, <laughs> well, because when it was the VGAs, everyone was dogging the past couple of years, so it was just like, let's show off all our new trailers, which is fine. It's not really an awards show. So yeah, there's I think no awards. Yeah, so that's why they call it VGX, where they're still going to have some awards, but it's mainly going to be 
trailers, demos, premieres, and it's no longer on Spike TV. Of course. It's only streamable on your Xbox, your 360, your PS3, Twitch. Why would I want to watch them? No, that's dumb. But they're calling it an all-day event, but it starts at 5 p.m. Central Time, 3 p.m. on the West Coast. I was watching it last year, and mm-hmm. they were interviewing someone on the red carpet before mm-hmm. the awards started. And then they handed them an award. <laughs> and they said, you won. Surprise! The- yeah, it was, it was basically surprised you won the award. And the person that won the award looked like they were kind of offended. Like yeah. they thought it was a joke. Well, Mark, like, why are you giving me an award before we're going into the awards soon? Mark Hamill and, uh, who did Harley Quinn? Was it Karen? No. No. Um, oh, no. Who voiced Harley Quinn? Uh, it, yeah, Sarah. Tara Reed. Tara no. Strong? Strong, someone. Whoever she is, she did all the voices. She does the voice of... Uh, yeah. and Mark Hamill tweeted he was pissed because they were up in the rafters and they were nominated for like best voice actor. voice actor and like Hideo Kojima was like on the front row and he like was there kind of showing a last minute trailer I mean he's Kojima he right be, no yeah. he should be in front <laughs> but yeah I remember that was, he was pissed for that and the VGA is going to get shit for the longest time but do we know now, who the host is yet they haven't they announced, haven't announced that. it's not Samuel Jackson <laughs> it's robot Samuel Jackson my favorite was when Neil Patrick Harris hosted the show and he won the award for best voice actor for his, that Spider-Man game that was terrible yeah. voice acting. Actually. I hope it's not Aisha Tyler. Uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's the host of the new version Who's Line. Who's Line. Yeah. Uh, but the main reason I brought that up, well, the main reason. She's, like a thousand people doing it. she's very tall. <laughs> I'm interested She's very is, pretty. Uh, she's listening to this. <laughs> Got that going for you. They, were, they made a big deal because uh, Reggie fils may of Nintendo is supposed to be there right. showing off a new Wii U game, and there's a lot of speculation on what you think it is. So what do y'all think of it? Donkey Kong, of course. You think I mean, it's going to be You know, that's the next game on their, True. their rotation. Actually, Wii Fit U is, but... No, that already came out. Well, no. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, come out officially. pretty much, yeah, sort of. A lot of people are speculating the easy answer, which is uh, Smash content. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could see that. Or... I think it's just Reggie's life. Um, it's just a day in the life of Reggie. Like you wake up, make coffee Brushes with your tea. Yeah, you I think it's just going to be so like a life simulation game, but you're Reggie's tea tonight. Yeah, exactly. You like go to Nintendo and like uh, you like great. go to like corporate meetings, and you're like, I approve this game, disapprove this game. You That's go like home. Animal Crossing, but you're Reggie's tea tonight. <laughs> Hold on, this is actually a pretty cool game formulating in my head. <laughs> so it's like uh, like game dev story. Mixed with like The Sims, mixed with Animal Crossing. And Reggie fils As Reggie fils That sounds like the best game I've ever Also, Mirror's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you have to like parkour your way to Nintendo. Like, <laughs> Hopefully, Reggie is like, he, he rides some kind of futuristic hovercraft. I think it's going to be an, a real game. dragon he's coming to. Well, no, I want a new F Zero game. So uh, he just, he. he Rumbles into the, uh, you know, the or in the Blue Falcon. Uh, Super Metro, I mean, uh, uh, Metroid Prime. True. Yeah. Make, make mm. And of course, none of this is, it's, it's gonna be. Metroid Cross Star Fox is still coming. Just wait. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe it's a new mode for Nintendo Land. Yeah. Yeah. you get to shoot fireworks. Or it could be something. <laughs> Park Three, you guys. You it know, could be something super disappointing. But I would think they'd bring their big guns, especially this is the VGAs or VGX now is kind of like the big place to Premiere your stuff. I guess yeah. that's not E3. It's kind sure. of like six months later. It's this, and yeah. well, you're gonna have your biggest audience. That's not your E3 audience. Mm-hmm. Well, Nintendo's proven for the past year and a half that they control that market. 
themselves. Yeah. So the Nintendo Directs have been so effective. And, you know, when you put out the Nintendo Direct that Nintendo did two, three months before E3, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, this is amazing. The E3 is going to be garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so, much. But it's also interesting the why they're coming to this if these Nintendo I, I guess, do you look at how poorly the Wii U is sold? Maybe they're just trying something different this mm-hmm. year. So, yeah, it's a world premiere exclusive for Wii U, so we'll see. Also, a lot of people are speculating Bethesda to announce Fall 4 here, too. I would hope so. I'm ready for a new Fall game, that's for sure. I love Fall 3. Uh, I'm just not. playing it. Renee didn't like it, apparently, but. I, like... I just don't like Left 4 Dead. Uh, I do. Fair enough. Um, so that's, that's Saturday, that's tomorrow night, so I'm sure we'll. News will happen, we'll talk about it next week's show. But, uh, new releases. We actually have a few new releases this week. As we mentioned earlier, Gran Turismo 6 on their PlayStation 3 comes out today. Microtransactions and all. Rachel, do you want to announce the next one? What's the next one? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Peggle 2 comes out on Monday. Yes. On your Xbox One. So go get one. They just released um, five trailers to meet all of the Masters and Peggle 2. There's only five this time, which is weird. Last time there were ten. DLC. I'm, I'm really excited Season for the game coming out, you guys. Everyone <laughs> that has an Xbox One that's listening to this should, uh, should get on that and you. tell me what you think. But, uh, I, I, uh, I love Peggle. I've already played it like four times, so I'm excited for Super Peggle. So. I love Peggle. I will definitely buy it when it's six is months from now on a thing I have. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, let's see. Two games are coming out on your Vita on Tuesday. Sorcery Saga, Curse of the Great Curry God. Of course. Okay. I pre-ordered that one a long time ago. <laughs> so that comes out on your Vita. Wait, what's that? Yeah. Okay, Wait, was that, is that a, um, it's gotta be a is that a Kickstarter game? I don't know. Yeah, uh, kick, like, was it Kickstarter or Pub Pub? I think it was a Kickstarter game. <laughs> what is this? What is it? Sorcery Saga, Curse of the Great Curry God. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game. No, it's Vita yeah. and Vita Network. What is, it, is it coming out on PlayStation 4 later? I think no, it's a... uh, maybe. Right now, I'll install this as a Vita. And then Doki Doki Universe yeah. comes out on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation Vita. What is that? No, I'm oh. thinking of a different game. Like... Doki, 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 Doki Panic? Panic's got a sequel coming? So, is, that, is that what that is? Finally. Doki Doki Panic? No, this looks terrible. The Sorcery Saga game. I don't know what this is. And then some of my most anticipated downloadable content... Saints Row 4, How the Saints Save Christmas, comes out on Wednesday. Apparently Santa gets thrown into the simulation and you have to rescue him, but the boss, your main character, is not the biggest fan of Christmas. So, I'm really excited about that ever since I heard that name like four months ago. Yep. So, I'm going to check that out. It can't be very long. The Saints Row, the uh, End of the Dominatrix DLC, I talked about that a few weeks ago. Played it for a couple hours. I booted up after we recorded. I had like one more mission I was done. It wasn't very long. So I can't imagine this one is either. Probably not. So those are new releases for this next week. Things are starting to slow down. We've hit. We've gone through Black Friday. We've gone through late thing, uh, November. New consoles are out. They are here. They're no longer something to talk about. So now we're seeing some games on them. Um, emails. We have some emails. GamewareExpress at gmail.com is the email address for that. Let's see. Anthony from Tokyo writes in. First of all, he has a message for you two because a couple weeks ago, he, you know, y'all said y'all are going out there. And he said that he'd be glad to show you some nicer shops for games. 
and um, he can get you the nicest ramen and fried pork cutlet uh, in the city. And but he still see. Though if you eat at a place like uh, Jiro Sushi, you have to call several months ahead, and it could be as much as six hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Jiro Jiro Sushi. That's a the thing on Netflix. That's a lot. But he recommends eating at the cheaper local places that are still very good. Um, so let's see. Let's see. We, I kind of answered his second question. He asked about ports and the microtransactions and how that's going. But his first question is, um, if you're going to be banished to a desert island and only have three games to play for the rest of your life, what do you pick and why? Also, you do have electricity and food, so don't you know, try to be Dwight Schrute and work around that question. <laughs> So you shot on Desert Island three games. Three games? Wait, how are we not given this question before? And so much more <laughs> can, time to prepare. I can just say right now. Uh-huh. Uh It'd be Diablo two, uh, Demon Souls, and Oath Spirit. Okay, that's it. Just, I may have stolen two of your games, but <laughs> you know that I love those games. Play them forever. Now, are Adam and I together on the Desert Island? No, or? you're stranded. It says banish, oh, so it's banished. by yourself. So You've done something. I should say why, because those games are great, and they'll never get old. I'll never right. get sick of playing either of those or any yeah. of those. So if I'm on a Desert Island and I can only play those, I'll never get tired. So. Um, Rock Band Two. That's on PS2. With a drum or a guitar? <laughs> guitar. No um, drum. I'm, I'm by myself. I don't need to play all of it. Um, <laughs> Mic stand? I can just sing to myself because I'm the only one that needs to hear it. I'm, on, I'm by myself on, on this island. Um, I'd say XCOM, Enemy, or I guess Within, Unknown, whatever. Oh, sure, I could play that game a lot. I haven't played Civ yet, but also you can play it a lot. But maybe I'll play, I'll talk about it during December. But uh, XCOM and... I didn't think of these questions even before. You didn't even knew the question so. before any of us. Pass. <laughs> so you get two games. So you have two games. And you'll bring the Bible instead of a third game. <laughs> Hollowed out. Hollowed out. out. With more games. Bible adventure. Iodine tablets. Yeah. What else is in there? Iodine tablets. <laughs> Just that. Emergency blankets. Survival uh, gun. Yeah. NASA blankets. Anybody else can come up with something real quick? So can uh, kind of put you all on the spot. Yeah, uh, I've got uh, a Sif 5 for sure. Yeah. Um, Sid Meier's Pirates. Uh, maybe so. Like, that would make sense. Anything Sid Meier's made. Yeah. Um, Morrowinds. Um, there's so much to do in that game. I was thinking Skyrim or something. Oh, yeah, shit. We're at Roller Coaster Tycoon. This question sucks. There you go. Oh, yeah. man, That's it. That's number yeah. three for me. What about a DDR machine? Why like, can't I play DDR? <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, because 3 is too weird. Yeah. No. You can't kill people in 3. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe those three. I think I would think it would be okay with like Morrowinds, um, Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. The deluxe with the expansion, edition. of course. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, let me, obviously, with right. The of course, deluxe edition, guys. Come on, movie landscapes. That'd yeah, be, that, that's what first. I'm not gonna not have the edition stuff, of course. And uh, what else did I say? Really like uh, Sip Live, yeah. Theme Hospital. Theme <laughs> I, I have Theme Hospital in four formats. I love that. Game. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest. Well, well, every format. Yeah, I like Dragon Quest, but it's not not Dragon's not more than those for sure. I feel like an RPG would be a good one because you can play those. You can replay those. And those so Barkley shut up and jam. Guy did. That's a good one. Yeah. Ladies. Um, this is such a hard question. <laughs> a crane machine. And you know, hey, I Pikachu. 
to me, I mean, I'm, I'm really honestly trying to just think of my third one because in my mind, I totally agree with Diablo 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree with Odin 2. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Diablo 2, it, yeah, it's different every time you play. It is. Kind of, yeah, no, it is. Yeah. So. And it's so perfect and I could go through this dungeon a million times and still be freaked out. And that music. And then yeah. Odin Sphere, I mean, yeah, well, music for Odin Sphere too, I could just turn it on and just listen to music or I could just try and kill myself playing on hard mode when we play on nightmare mode so I never get hit. Man, but the third one, jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rapper, the rapper. <laughs> Not on the Vita. Dare I go with Guitar Freaks? Sure. No. No. Yeah, guitar no. Freaks V12. Yeah, I, don't know. I really like the V5. That's true. Yeah, they have my favorite old ones. Plus a lot so, Guitar games. Freaks V5 is officially your third. I'll play with you. Alright. <laughs> it might change. I might have to do that for my special stage or something later. Because, <laughs> by the way, you know, a few weeks from now, I change what my third game is. So, yeah. Um, for that third placeholder, tentatively we'll put Guitar Freak V5. NBA Street Volume 2. That's your third. Oh, uh, I mean, Jordan's right there on the cover. Yeah. So you can create your character, level them up, you can play with all of the players. What about a, um, Blitz Hang Time Combo Cap? Oh, <laughs> that's technically one game. Sure. But you got two. I would, I would play that as well. Or should you have anything? Well, I was trying to think, and I know. Pokemon Stadium is probably a good, I don't know, because I was trying to think, I was like, okay, well, you know, there are guns like a Pokemon game, but like, not just, because like Pokemon Stadium has like the mini games and like the different cups and stuff, and the gym leader still, so it's still kind of the same, but not really, mm-hmm. and I get mini games. I don't really know, it's so, it's kind of hard. I was so curious to try to think of a Pokemon game too, but yeah. I mean, I was like, which one would I want to play exactly. over and over and over? And so I was just thinking, I was just like, okay, well, I can't sit there and pick, like, one single, like, I guess, main series Pokemon game. So, Pokemon City is it. Like, <laughs> there's no other way. Gale of Darkness. Gale I like that name. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't even know that I owned that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, like Kirby's Dreamland is, like, my favorite game, but... I can beat that game in a little over five minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bring that to, I don't know. <laughs> what about Kirby's All-Star Saga? See, I was actually thinking Kirby's Christmas Shards oh, because yeah. that game is a little longer and it's got like a different power and a different power. Kirby 64 might be a good choice. To oh, like, oh, I want to see if I can beat this game with all crappy electricity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to make different challenges out of it and, you know, I don't know. Isn't two-way testing last thing trapped on a desert island? Kind of. Only three games. Or one game. One game. Or one menu of one game. Yeah. So, I was really trying to think hard, like, what's a good portable game that I... Yeah. Would like, I mean, because I, that's why Fire I Emblem exclusively play is like right. all DS games yeah. lately. I mean, I have a very hard time sitting down on the couch playing a game. Mm-hmm. And Stephen is all has said that he's very impressed when he notices that I'm playing a game on the television because I don't really do that. I'm very much exclusive to like my handheld. So I'm trying to think of a handheld that I would. Harvest Moon. Yeah, I mean, probably. Harvest Moon would be a good one. Yeah. Oh, man, I just, like, Catherine gets super good at Catherine. Best Catherine player I've ever Drown myself. 
question. You stumped us, Anthony. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, good job. I would want one of those basketball arcade cabinets. Yeah. You, like the, the hoop moves back and uh, forth. You'd be like a pro. <laughs> I'm shooting at like a six foot goal that moves back and forth. I'm already really good at that. You would just have a lot of six. If you get unbanished, you would be star of all that. Yeah. You can pick anything off the top row of <laughs> We'll like update that question like a lot over time. Yeah. Probably. We'll just be like, oh, BT guys have been changing my three on the desert island. Yeah. Did Anthony say what his are? He did not. Oh, oh, oh come on, Anthony. Challenge to Anthony. Yeah, yeah come should on. Let us know. Yeah, come on, Anthony. You can't ask us a question and give us your own, so. What about I can't read what you just wrote to me. I was saying, then in, in the email, he also asked, like, inversely, like, if uh, if we had to choose, like, the three worst video games to, like, send to our, like, arch nemesis mm. to play, like, what would those be? Oh, yeah, he did ask that. Yeah. Too. Babysitting mama. <laughs> no, no, no. Please don't shake the baby. Don't shake the baby. Hit my ride on Xbox 360. That game is shit. The guy, when I bought that game, I was, like, 14 and really liked that show. It was stupid. And the guy at Walmart was like, this game is bad, don't buy this. And I was like, screw you, Walmart guy, I'm getting <laughs> you it. You don't know, you were at Walmart. it's very bad. I also like to hit my ride. <laughs> my favorite part was whenever they picked the interior for the car. I was like, what are they going to pick this time? Hot pink, yay! And the little Mexican dude that did the interior. Yeah, he did. Weird. You know, I would send my nemesis Sports of Five because there's no internet <laughs> on the island. Are you gonna get these How are you going to buy well, your microtransactions? That is true. But they all have plenty of time to play it. It doesn't so matter. Crew, they're, they're, they'll, they'll be long dead. They'll eight million Forza bucks that they need. What's a, like... Like Sonic the, the Hedgehog. Yeah, it's like really good if Only you have if you like the, the patches. Skyrim on oh. PS3. Skyrim on PS3. Skyrim on PS3. Fallout 3? Yeah. Like, oh, no, Fallout. Oh, where's Fallout New Vegas? On the PS3. Oh, oh, oh yeah. here's something good. really mean, you guys. Donkey Kong 64, no expansion pack. That's really tough. How has no one said Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 yet? You did. You, you did. did. Yeah, no one commented on my comment. I, <laughs> I, I needed <laughs> affirmation. The CEI games that we were talking yeah. about. Um, you know a game I played once upon a time, that 50 Cent game? Wait a second. Uh, I've heard the first one. The okay. first one. Okay. That one. Not really bad. Not Blood and Sand. Blood and Sand is awesome. That one's legit. But, uh, <laughs> the Bulletproof is hot garbage. Oh my goodness. It's so bad. 187 Rider Down. Ooh, that was um, pretty bad. I never played it. It's pretty bad. It's probably not good. It can't be the last, like, bad. I, I play really good games, you guys, so um, they have a really good taste and everything. No, I, I like that Batman, one. You know what's horrible was is good. the Batman Begins game on Xbox. <laughs> Originally, like, wait, I forgot they made that. That's game. a thing. It's oh, so yeah. bad. I always see that when I go to Game War College. They always I saw that horrible. I saw that at E3 once. And I was like, is this a game you pay for? <laughs> <laughs> or is this like a Burger King toy? I thought like, it was <laughs> something like that. I, I don't know. Or, you know, he, 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 could, he could fall back on Hold on. I have to go back on that. The Burger King toy games, the Sneaking and the Bumper oh. Car Racing, those are actually pretty good Those games. are pretty fun. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, watch them out. Yeah, yeah. That's, I have to redact on that one. Those so. developed by Blitz Games. I don't know. I have to think about that one, too. So DDR with no pad. <laughs> you just stare at the arrows. Just use a controller. That's not terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so Ooh, that, um, um, Guitar Hero game on the DS. Oh, <laughs> cramps my hand. With the DSi. Yeah. Yeah, give him a DSi. Yeah, DSi is small. We're breaking the rules here. <laughs> so he actually sent us those questions a couple weeks ago, but since we recorded early, we missed them. So he sent us one for this week too. Um, let's see. Uh, World War II and military shooters definitely hit a climax in this generation, and love it or hate it, Call of Duty, uh, Gears of War, Halo, Killzone were some of the big stars. It has be- well, those weren't really World War II, but the other military. It has become stale and repetitive, and I'm looking forward to a new generation and hopefully a new dispensation of games that can revitalize the genre. Well, um, he's hopefully he's hopeful for a uh, space-based and uh, sci-fi, but he's asking us what are our hopes for this generation and what do you think the next big genre is going to be? Long essay prompts that you would give <laughs> like your I professor. Can, I can give you two sentences. I just want Every a time scorers game because yeah. I'm sick of these realistic. Shooters that are trying to tell me these dark, gritty stories, and Time Splitters was just fun and stupid mm-hmm. and funny, and there's no shooters like that anymore. Or if I can get like an arena-based shooter, like a Quake or an Unreal Tournament, because uh, I'm tired of giant set pieces. I'm tired of uh, a four-hour single-player campaign, and I, I'm just I can't play this game anymore. So. What is Unreal doing right uh-huh. now, by the way? Well, Selling their engine. The um the studio that makes Unreal is working on uh well no chairs working okay never mind I don't know what Unreal I don't know what the studio that does Unreal is doing right now yeah, I mean I guess they're just selling out their engine to people and, and are they because is anyone buying I mean it seems like all all the well Unreal Four like where what is that was becoming I guess they're still working on that well it's just you hear EA developing their stuff and you know it yeah. seems like all the the big publishers have their own in house um you know tools now. Sadly enough, I really think the next, the big genre, at least for the next couple of years, is free to play. And all these microtransactions. I mean, those just keep getting more and more. And of course, you'll still see Call of Duty every year. You'll see Battlefield every other year. Yeah, but he was asking, like, where, hopefully, what do you see coming up this time? For like, for like, first person shooters? No, just the next genre. Uh, Like, because last generation when Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare hit, you started, and that's what shot off that gotcha, kind of gotcha, thing. Gotcha. So what is going to be the Call of Duty 4 of the Xbox One and PlayStation 4? Mm. I, I keep seeing all these games where you have to make like moral decisions and it affects like your in-game monologue and story mm. and you know quotes and quotes mm. kind of stuff like that. Like yeah, it, or the Witcher. I thought the Witcher. A map of the effects on your ending. Oh. Ooh, yeah. But mm. <laughs> Yeah, I that, I've been seeing that a lot, and some games I like it, and some games I'm just kind of don't really care. So I don't know. It's really gonna come down a lot, I think. To um, I don't know if it's a, it's not really even a genre, but I, I don't know if we talked about this before. I feel like we did. Um, this whole customization process of like making your own character a lot, mm-hmm. and I think mean, very highly customizing, and again, probably like moral decisions yeah. and things like that. Uh, this whole aspect of like this is your character, like you better love it, damn it. Well, also the other other big thing besides free to play is what Steven kind of talked about a couple of weeks ago with like the Dark Souls thing, where it's a single player experience mm-hmm. in a multiplayer world. Sure. And we yeah. saw a lot of that at this past E3, where it's like this is a single player game. Well, let's zoom the camera back. <laughs> You're playing with a bunch of people all the same time. So now that these consoles are always connected and have Kind of thing that's probably going to be sure. Yeah. Dark Souls 2 has a cool way of doing that this time mm-hmm. around. 
um, they have like guilds and your guild affiliation um, affects how you interact with other people's games. Hmm. So you can be a blue sentinel and like uh, defend them, or you can, I forget the red guild. Be the guild. other one, just be a giant dick? Yeah, exactly. I think it's the red dicks, you just run in and kill everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but there's different guilds and they affect how you uh, play in other people's universes. And then our last question from Anthony, he says, we've heard you all mention some of your all-time favorites, but since this generation is ending, we're going to go over this a little bit, he wants just to know what our favorite current games are, and adversely, what the worst game we've played this console cycle. Yeah. Our worst game would be Jurassic the Hunted, which is uh, <laughs> mostly a turret shooter. Where you've got to fortify against dinosaurs. <laughs> now we put this game on display in the store all the time because it's just bad. Right. And um, I'm sad now because we can't get it back in stock. <laughs> so I, I can't put it on display. But that game's pretty bad and it's got dinosaurs, so it's bad, but I kind of like it. And I've said it a whole bunch. I mean, Demon uh, Souls is my favorite game of the generation. Yeah. So I don't have to say why. It's obvious. One of the Dark Souls kind of bad, but it's it's effectively the same game, I guess. You um, weirdly, I keep going back to um, you know what game I really liked was Resident Evil Five. Hmm. Okay. Um, Legend Boulders. Uh, yeah, that was it. Got weird at the end. It got real weird at the end. <laughs> uh, but I really did. Um, that was probably one of the first games I uh, platinum. On my PlayStation 3. Yeah, so. Um, you really like that game. I, I got all, I did, I got every trophy, I platinum that game. I sure did. What did you think of 6 in one sentence? Not as good. Yeah. <laughs> and, your, um, and, your, and your least favorite, or your worst game you played? Yeah, that's, that's a tough one, though, because I, I, again, like, I, I try to just keep the good memories. You yeah, know, no, I, I, block out the horrible times. Um, that's my problem. I can't think. Of, uh, look, come, come back to me. Okay. I guess. Did, you didn't play the Civil War game. <laughs> you know, I uh, no Lincoln's Secret or whatever. <laughs> Lincoln's Secret <laughs> Army. Yeah, I miss. I missed that one. Um, I, mean, I keep meaning to pick it up, but I just heard the storyline is pretty deep, and I'm not sure if I want to get into that. Uh, a lot of moral Aww. choices, and uh, the character creation system is so deep in that game that, like, uh, and you have to, like, choose different ways to assassinate Lincoln. Oh, man. So, no, I didn't play that. I'll hopefully get around to it. My, uh, my go-to answer for this generation is always the original Bioshock. I really like that game. Mm-hmm. But since I've said that so many times, I'm going to throw out Catherine. Yeah. That game really surprised I was gonna me. Say Catherine. Yeah. I, I love me some Catherine. Catherine's so good. Um, that game just surprised me. It, it, I didn't know what it was going to be, and I loved it. And then I learned the Persona team made it, and I was like, whoa, that's even better. Well, that, that's... Um, I had my worst game. Like my... Okay, well, I'm not going to call it the worst game I've played, but the game I've been most disappointed in and frowned upon is Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah, like I was yeah, expecting so sure. much from that game. Revelation sucked. It was bad, and I was expecting so much from three, and that game just kind of fell flat on its face. Mm. I think opinion. I think I might give it to Revelation. 
Yeah, I mean, Revelations was a worse game, but mm-hmm. I think just because the hype was so high, my expectations were so high, my game was so low. Just... I think I'm going to go with Revelations just because that game's probably good. Yeah. Uh, there's so many problems with like, if you're an old man, like, but you're, like, still kicking ass like that, like, come on, man. Like, give me something different. Like, why am I just, like, an old guy now? Like, make it different. Like, it's the problem with the new Batman. Like, there's yeah. no difference in it. Exactly. Um, I, I, until I come up with a better one, yeah, but that's going to be my own. That's career mm-hmm. issues. Yeah, I was going to say Catherine from my best friend. I actually didn't get a current-gen console until, like... I don't know. Right before we started right dating we two started, years ago? Yeah, I got one two years ago, and then my Xbox actually crapped out on me, like, not even a few months after that. And so, yeah, I, I haven't, I had, the newest thing I had was, like, a game feed. Okay, <laughs> so, like, I am, like, still pretty new to this whole Generation 7 console thing, and I, I love Catherine, um... You know, I had no idea what I was going into, but Adam was just like bragging to us about like this game is so great, this game is so great. So I played it, the game is so great. But as far as like I guess like the worst game goes, y'all I really hate this call too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. No. I mean I I didn't like watching it, I didn't like playing it, I just wanted it. Well don't play any of the storyline. Well, well, that's what the you voice do. acting is a bit disappointing. I haven't seen I a haven't single seen, like cutscene in that game. It's boring. You got? Did you blow up anything? No, you got to blow, blow up. You got to blow up everything. I, I, I it's don't true. remember anything about that game, and that tells you a lot. So. You should try it again. There's an island. I think you can parachute or something. You, you can, can grappling hook. Everything. You can hook shot things. <laughs> well, that's why. <laughs> hook shot the game. That's yeah. Like Pretend like you're hook shotting things and try it again. See you later. I'll, I'll do that. Oh, man. You know, I probably have to go with Catherine, too. Yeah. Catherine, they made a Catherine, too? Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well. Um, but uh, as far as a game, man, that I was kind of disappointed in, I guess. Or the worst. Or the worst. I don't know. I think I'll go more with, like, my side of, like, being disappointed in a game. It's like, I kind of had fun with, like, older Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Like three and Vice City. Well, I thought you were going to say one or two. <laughs> no, or like those. And then like, now these newer brands of stars that are very serious. And I know we've got Team Throw. Like I and agree with you about so that. So actually, I'll have to say Grand Theft Auto. Boom. Or just as a Four. Yeah, well, as a franchise. Oh, okay. There we go. But that's my answer for now. I'm actually going to go through our game collection and see what game I own. I feel like I have to go I look at mine too. That I have, that I really had high hopes for, but I might have played and then just set to the side and it's just sitting in the corner. Yeah. All right, I'm going to start screening these emails and let y'all know soon. <laughs> yeah, these are some really some thought-provoking ones this like, week. Um, I was trying to keep the show around two hours this week, and we just went over that. So Hikari also emailed us, but we'll get to you next week, Hikari. I apologize. But thank y'all for emailing us. Game thank War- you so much. GameWare at gmail.com is that email address. Let's finish it up with our special stages. Um, you want to go first? I'll go first. I really lately have been thinking a lot about Super Monkey Ball because I really like Super Monkey Ball. It was my like favorite launch title on the GameCube, and it makes me sad that really since the first game I didn't like any of the other ones. Um, but the I guess there's one on the Vita now, or there has been for a while. So 
I've been thinking about checking that out, but I'll probably just go back and play the GameCube version. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could find the arcade machine around here, I'd play that too because it is the GameCube version. But um, I, I don't know. I, I kind of miss those types of games that are just weird and fun. Right. And it's really hard to find games that are just kind of weird and fun and different now because everything is so big budget and so serious. I think that's why I've been playing so many smaller games. Like more indie, indie games. More indie games. That, yeah. That's, so that's itchy. I just, I wish that more people that were buying, you know, retail games were into that. Because I mean, the reason why they, they're not putting them out there is because people aren't buying them. Yeah. But it's like cyclical because people aren't buying them because they don't make them. So right. it's, you know. And I'd say, that's what I'm really excited with my Vita for. Is oh, I want yeah, all those absolutely. small little indie games. I mean, Steam is yeah. all right, and you can get it for cheap when Steam sales happen, but right. Vita, I can take it anywhere. I cannot wait for Rogue <clears throat> Legacy to come out on the Vita. Yeah. I'm just going to sit in the tub and play that all day. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Goodbye. <laughs> I guess mine. I don't know. I got I got this app that I downloaded on my phone. It's called Untapped. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like root beer tapper. Well, it is what it is. It's like Facebook for beer. Oh, so, yeah. okay. So it keeps track of the beers I drink and my friends and what they're drinking. Uh, <laughs> full disclosure, I'm usually drinking when we do this podcast. Um, you can't tell, really. You can't. I'm just that charming and alluring all the time. But, um, or you always drink, and I just didn't know that. It's uh, it's a fine line. Um, who knows, honestly. But it's pretty cool. It's called Untapped. So if so, you I can get play, that on a Windows Phone. I you could try. <laughs> I don't know, but probably Does not. Have my girly drinks on there? Or is it just beer? Um. Well, let's find out. Um, Search Smirnoff Ice. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Not this what, uh, what beer am I strawberry drinking? margarita? Either or. I'm just searching Smirnoff, and it comes up with Smirnoff ice, green apple bite, uh, yeah, triple black. So it's Perfect. like so I can keep track of all the girls. Like, yeah. Pokemon for beer. Yeah, you can collect them all. You can get you can get badges. So it's yeah, like you unlock, unlock achievements. You, you're unlocking achievements and stuff. Nice. So yeah, there's is that free. It is free. It's completely free. Oh. <laughs> So, amazing. if you want to make sure you're 21 or older, kids. So. Yeah, of course. Drink responsibly, please. Yeah. Um, for mine, I just want to comment. For the past few weeks, ever since we got the PS4, we've been streaming pretty much every weekend, and I didn't realize how much fun that would be. I mean, yeah, you have your internet trolls and douches on there that come and comment, but you just ban those people. But um, people who listen to this and watch us on there, thank you. Like, we wouldn't be doing it or having fun without having people commenting on the stuff. So we'll try to keep that going every weekend. Um, I always put on the Facebook page for Gameware and on my Twitter when we go live, but typically it's Friday or Saturday night. So um, last week we did sports. Like, five people just randomly showed up to play sports games with us, and that was a blast. So um, keep checking us out on that. Um, But, yeah, that's fun. Streaming's fun. I guess mine is I spent all yesterday, well, yeah, like three and a half hours straightening um, our video game collection. They're going to be your A hair. portion of it. So, <laughs> what? Just a portion to three <laughs> and a half hours. You spent three and a half hours straightening your hair. Oh, <laughs> I thought your hair was already straight. Like, <laughs> it's weird. Um, and, wow, we have a lot of video games. Um, Whoops. And we had a few oh, duplicates. Well. Some weird duplicates. Like, well, I mean, we both had 
I guess it was just games. We have, you know, kind of already taken care of some of the games that we had to do because, uh, like we both had Dragon Quest 8, PS2, um, but one that, gosh, what was that one, Steven? Nostalgia. Nostalgia on the DS. How did we end up with what? two copies of that? That's weird. Oh no. Baiting Kaitos on the GameCube, the first one. <laughs> How do we end up with two copies of that, I wonder? Well, in case we lose one, or uh, we scratch one. One of the Tales games on PS2. The one that wasn't the same. Yeah. If you um, have any extra copies of Earthbound lying around, oh, I'd yeah, rather sure. take it off your hands. So, the look of the We have there two are copies of Chrono Trigger. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have one wow. inbox and one is in like a, like, Blockbuster, box. like rental <laughs> box, but it has the cover. Like, we have really Secret of Honor inbox. We have two copies of Tommy's and three. Not in the box or anything, but we have to do this Yeah. So it's really it's kind of a duplicate trading system. I have Final <laughs> Fantasy 2 in the box. They should, the box. they should really make an app that you could download for free where you could just list the games you own and then compare it to your friends' games. That would be fantastic. Someone yeah. can get on that. Maybe one maybe oh, it would be nice to be able to scan in the barcode too. Well, actually, I have an app where you can do that. Oh, so, okay. Well, then combine <laughs> <Anyway>. those things <laughs> and let's get on that. It's interesting. Make some money. We, that was like the thing that we were most looking forward to whenever we got married and moved in together. Putting our games together. <laughs> Combining games together. like together. We should get married so we can combine our game collection. <laughs> and that is the only. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> we actually don't like each other. <laughs> I never. Uh, what is I don't I don't understand love. What are you talking about? <laughs> love no. is over. That's what I did yesterday, and that's my special thing. Rachel, bring us home. Oh man! So a couple weeks ago, I started buying Pokemon cards again. Yes. And I shouldn't keep doing that. Um, a good I, investment. I have this. Uh, I have a really big collection of Pokemon cards, and I realized how big it was. Uh, during the process of moving, because I have a giant box just full of them because I never really reorganized them after I moved. I have like over 2,000 Pokemon cards and I'm not looking forward to organizing all of that and I keep buying more. So, <laughs> this has become a problem. <laughs> Please go through mine. Oh, yes, absolutely. I would love to get Pokemon cards. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll organize anyone else's but mine. <laughs> mine are already organized. Oh, well, excuse me. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, I don't know, I really like Pokemon cards. It's like kind of like a guilty pleasure mod, and like I just need to have more. Catch them all. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I'm not, Charizard. I'm not looking forward Shiny? to organizing. Holographic? Shiny holographic. <laughs> it's, it's actually technically it's Pokemon's Holoform. Holoform. So yeah, so I'm not really looking forward to organizing all that. I have a complete that is the first 102 cards that were ever printed. So, Boom. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Someone All should make so why don't you make an app where you could like put the Pokemon cards <laughs> in your own <laughs> and compare it to what your friends in a separate tab. Like, yeah. Yeah. I um, compare all the things I have to the things my friends. Everything have. you own. You I want to have more than all my friends. I just have seven pairs of socks. Yeah. My friends have. Seven as well. I have <laughs> twelve Jordans. Um, yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so to wrap it up, I think uh, everybody that has an Xbox One, go buy Peg Two. 
Yeah. I think that's what we all take. Run to your internet <laughs> and download it. I think that's the one thing to take away from the seven hours we've been here talking. Um, <laughs> five pickles. Five pickles. And watch the credits under North American Testing Center Quality Assurance, whose name's going to be first. Nice. I thought we were also watching the credits on Neck. Is that also a thing? Yeah, the Neck yes. credits. We don't Mac know anyone that worked the on it. Watching credits on but... NBA Live 14. You just watch credits. How do you see credits, credits in a basketball game? You go you to options, options and you click credits. Well, what happens when you, you win the championship? The you go visit Obama. <laughs> and he actually, yeah, you. Sh- I miss it when video games let you meet the president. Dude, Bill Clinton. The best was Bill Clinton, Clinton should just be the president of every video game. Like Bill Clinton yeah. on the roof of the White House in Cruising USA. <laughs> and there's like there's hot tubs and farm animals <laughs> and women in bikinis on the roof of the White House. You, you know how sometimes like. Media will just like put like a generic president in there. You just like I'm the president now. It's not like a current president. We've gone way off. Now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Sorry. This is a special, special, special thing. <laughs> um, I think Bill Clinton should just like own the rights to be every yeah. generic every president in every. President. Yeah, like any video game thing you're gonna do, it's Bill Clinton is the president. Okay, that's my new special. Fixed it, amended. Sorry. And that's our show. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. Um, at use the Pi Force. I know my Twitter name now. It's Miss Choco Nay. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that is it. I follow you there. You tweeted once. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you can find me at Steve Gameware. I should probably get a Twitter. You probably should. I'll. I think I. Renee it. finally has Twitter. Mint Choco JM. Yeah, <laughs> Mint Choco <laughs> JM. <laughs> <laughs> at whatever. I don't know. Is that a thing? Do I at things on Twitter? Yeah. Okay, I'll figure it out. And then if you want to watch a stream things, it's twitch.tv slash bodybangle032. Gameware, we have a Facebook group and a, a, store, a page. store page. Yeah, join both. You can find us in the like store. Them. We might be in there more because now it's Christmas time. Yeah, I'll be there. I live there. Drop, I'll be there. Drop in, I'll say hello. Saturday morning. And that's it, guys. It's late here when we're recording, so I appreciate y'all sticking around. And we appreciate you sticking around listening to this long. It's seven hours, right? It was seven yeah, hours. seven hours. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all have a great weekend, and we'll see y'all next week.